Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 147. I'm Graham, I'm here with Cody, Adam, and Josh. <laughs> this is weird, this is not normal. <laughs> I'm totally out of the loop here. So we're actually, we're at Built East right now, and there's, Luke and Richie are also here. Uh, I didn't forget them. Uh, they're just not physically here. They're, they're omnipresent in the, in the internet. Um, so, but we're actually at Bill East, uh, talking to Josh and Adam um, about Josh's stuff, I believe, is what we're going to focus on here. Josh reached out. He wanted to talk again on the podcast, um, and he's been doing a lot of interesting stuff with his Jeep, buggy, uh, whatever you want to call your whole situation right now. I'm interested to hear. No more well, Jeep. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, that's why I said sure. it's an interesting, interesting thing, because... <clears throat> Um, I don't know. I'm sure that's a interest. Just a so question for you: Is it staying as a lawn ornament from this point on, or is this just a <laughs> Halloween thing? Uh, we're gonna say it's just a Halloween thing for now. But uh, I don't know. Who knows? Depends how fast it snows. I'm staying. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do have like a covered spot that I can put it, but I really have no idea what's gonna what's gonna happen to it you know, long term. So so one day I'm like, I'm putting it back together and I'm already planning stuff. And the next day I'm like, this thing is wasted. Get it out of here. (laughs) But it's definitely not going anywhere. We'll just say that. Well, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit there with uh, talking about, you know, how it's its current state. So why are you leaving? Or actually just kind of start the whole process of like, why did you even start with the Cherokee? And now (laughs) you're like, like you're doing the typical rockaholics thing, which is like, whoa, build, whoa, whoa, buy, whoa. buy a vehicle with a VIN number, oh, build it to its furthest extent, realize <clears throat> that it sucks doing the things you wanted to do. I don't know if that's the case with you necessarily, but then, then you're like, oh, well, now I just built a, a full tube chassis to do what I specifically want to do. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess to uh, to start off, I mean, I uh, I ended up with a Jeep mostly because I had like five or six friends that all had Cherokees and when I like first got my license I had uh, a couple of square bodies and I was banging them through the woods and getting them stuck in fields and stuff like that and uh, and then I quickly got into putting the other S10s and I built a bunch of S10s that were like V8 swapped and you know one or two of them were like kind of nice but I was young and then I was I don't know probably 20 or something and uh, I got, or no, I was, I wasn't 20. I was probably like 23 or something. And I, <clears throat> I got the Jeep and a uh, bunch of my friends had them and they're all just bombing around in the woods and having a good time. And I'm like, look at this thousand bucks, buy a Jeep. <laughs> well, I don't know, let's go have a good time. And uh, so I, I sold the, uh, I had a blazer that I was driving and I sold it and I had just enough money to buy the Jeep. And my Jeep uh, was sitting in uh, these people's driveway where me and a friend did a sidewalk at their house. And we saw the Jeep sitting there and we actually asked the guy, like, what he did with it. And he's like, I don't know, it just sits here. Like, I never drive it. And like two months later, I sold my Blazer and I just needed something. And I'm like, I'm going to try and find a Cherokee. And we went back and knocked on the door and the dude was like, I don't know, let me ask my wife. And I'm like, sold. And I'm, there's no way that she's going to be like, we want to keep it. Uh, 
So a thousand bucks and I threw a battery in it and drove it home. And it was nice. It was like real nice at first. Like I was afraid to scratch it. And and it was a 96, had low miles. It wasn't all beat up. Had a little bit of rust, but nothing too crazy. And, uh, you know, one thing leads after another. And (laughs) here we are. But I went through, you know, everything. I put, you know, a $350, four and a half inch rough country lift on it with 31s. And then I bought 33s and I took the flares off. And then I bought a locker and then a long arm kit. And, you know, the snowball goes pretty quick. Um, And it didn't really stop. Nah, I mean, it always, I never got to one point and I was like, yeah, I'm good. You know, even in the last few years, um, where I always said, I'm not changing this thing, I'm not changing this thing, and then obviously <laughs> I changed the motor, and you know, and that Jeep only lasted like whatever two more years after I put the motor in it, but um, yeah, I always rode dirt bikes and stuff as a kid, and quads, and you know, snowmobiles, and ripping through the woods and trying to go like as fast as you can was like, uh, I don't know, just something that me and my friends always did, and once we got a Jeep, there was a couple of people that uh, like to go fast, and we just drove our Jeeps like way too fast. <laughs> Your rock crawlers way too fast. <laughs> yeah, and that's just kind of where like me wanting to go fast always came from. Uh, we always just drove around through trails at midnight, trying to chase each other down. The old school KC lights looking going and shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a it's been an adventure done a lot of things in it and it's been a lot of places so you know can't say anything bad about it that's for sure definitely learned a lot yeah that's one thing that i've definitely always appreciated with the cherokees is like they're a good starting platform if you get a decent one and you can kind of slowly like reel in exactly what you want to do and if like building a cherokee is a platform you want to go kind of like uh harry hendrix where he went the furthest extent he could rock crawling and thrashing the crap out of his and similar with yours with now racing it and jumping it and trying at one point it had a unibody that you were you were racing it with the unibody right it still does right now i thought you cut out most of it or is that just the front section it's got like four feet in the middle yeah that's it like the links are attached to the unibody Oddly mm-hmm. enough, uh, <laughs> to the sheet metal. <laughs> I mean, there's pl- there's plenty of uh, you know heavy metal, you know steel under there and stuff. I used to work at a scrapyard, so when I started building it, all the metal came from the scrapyard. So like the the frame stiffeners that I made are two by three, like quarter inch angle iron. Damn. You know, and That's I like cut them so they kind of yeah, and it's it's way heavier than like regular stiffeners are um and then once you attach a bunch of other things to it they're you know they're actually kind of strong so you know that's part of i don't know maybe what's helped it last so long (laughs) it had a pretty good run you had it for what nine years ten years uh i bought it in 2010 so 13. that's a really good run for cherokee and to be clear, it wasn't broken. <laughs> Just retired. Yeah, it wasn't broken. <laughs> the front drive shaft was ready to fall out. I didn't realize that. But... but the last three outings he went on, the Jeep was already supposed to be apart before them, and he got a few weeks away and went, eh, you know, I'm kind of busy. I'm not taking the Jeep apart. 
I'm going to go to this, la- this one. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> it was like the past three events. Yeah, there was two or three. <clears throat> so it was still working. So there was nothing, it wasn't, no issues with the chassis. It was just with the new stuff come, coming in, you just, time to take it apart? Or? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, it was a Jeep. It was like a whole Jeep. It had a square nose and everything. And I had like a little hybrid cage and I had a set of coilovers in the front. But it had a Dana 44 and a 9 inch. And we were actually at Harris Mountain. And I rolled it. And um, I mean, it was, I don't know, it wasn't a bad roll, but <clears throat> there wasn't really much tubing in the front. So when I rolled it, it kind of like went over and to the side and the like front passenger corner whacked a tree and it like tweaked it down <laughs> like pretty good and uh full ice cube yeah it, it didn't <laughs> look very good so i i straightened it back sort of and i was looking at it and i got like a hood and some fenders to line back up and i'm like all right yeah you know this looks good we're gonna run it and and I looked at it for like a couple hours and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just going to do the same thing over again. So then I'm like, fuck this, I'm cutting it. And I cut the corners off of the front. And at that time, it still had a full unibody, like leaf springs in the back, three link in the front with a waggy 44 and a nine inch. And <clears throat> I wheeled it a few times like that. And it looked funny. Like for a while, it still had full doors and like windows and shit. And then, um, you know, and then I cut the doors off and then I put the tube sides in and, and then I broke the front end a couple times and I'm like, you know, again, what are you doing? Um, so then I found a 60 and I figured out that, oh, you can make a six lug or a 60 six lug. You buy different wheel hubs and you buy different outers and then I can just use the same wheels that I got. So then I spent extra money to... <laughs> build a six lug Dana 60. Well, and you got to keep the nine inch, so. Yeah, but then I ended up building another nine inch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so once I got the 60, I was going to use, like, most of the stuff I had, but I just wanted to get the Dana 60 in, get the coilovers in, Dana 60, whatever. I was going to use the 37s and everything. And then (laughs) I actually, I used to, like, buy and sell Cherokees and stuff kind of often. And I bought one for a few hundred bucks. It needed a little bit of work. I fixed it. And one of my friends was parting on a Jeep and he needed just like a Jeep to drive. And th- that thing had like full hydro and, and had a bunch of stuff. And he's like, well, I'll give you this whole pile of parts for the Jeep straight up. And I own the Jeep for like not a lot. And today would be a gift. You know, <laughs> I think I paid like three or four hundred bucks for the Jeep itself, and then I put like a couple hundred into it and fixed a couple things. You know, so literally had a small investment, but it was a nice Jeep. And you know, I was straight up with him, and, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, take all this stuff." So at that time, I got full hydro, and I started looking at the thing, and I'm like, "Why do you know?" And again, like some of this stuff that I did to it, it's not like I saw other people really doing this i just knew that the unibody always falls apart like where the track bar is and like it's just heavy and the things in the way and 
all that stuff and i just started looking at it in my little one bay garage and i'm like how can i make this thing better and i'm like we're just gonna cut all this shit off <laughs> and <Start> redo <laughs> yeah and then i and then well at that time i didn't have i wasn't constrained by a steering box so i could just like i could just do whatever i want so i built the frame rails and like built up the front and like mounted the radiator up there and that's the front end that's been there and it's like six years ago or something like that that i did that um still to this day the front link mounts that are on the chassis side are from when it had a dana 44 in it i welded those out of my buddy's dirt driveway um (laughs) so um pretty cool station wagon though yeah sure is (laughs) but uh but yeah, that was what started the front. And then once I did the front, I was like, oh, man, I got to do the back like this. And it was like one year that I ran it with the front cut up and I had leaf springs in the back. And um, it was fun. But, you know, I think it was like literally one season, maybe two. And then I finally got enough parts to four link the back. And I got a different nine inch housing, which was wider. So it was actually the width of the 60. Um <clears throat> You know, I got like a fresh set of stickies at that point and another set of coilovers and the fuel cell. And that's when the back happened. And then I've like cut it apart and fixed stuff and, you know, made stuff better over the years. But uh, I mean, for the most part, like, you know, I haven't been like ripping link bounce off and like tearing the track bar off the thing. And, you know, recently, like very very recently i found a crack in the frame like right near the track bar but there's so much going on over there i kind of always thought that it would be you know good mm-hmm. um but i mean things don't last forever so no. especially race cars yeah and like i mean Heavy he ones. saw it <laughs> i would wear out track bar himes in like one like rip wow. like seven both. eighths seven eighths ones yeah seven eighths track bar himes with a three-quarter bolt you know one race you know one whatever you'd come back and then you could like grab the car and like you know wow. shake the thing back and forth a little bit um so they were going through it was going through some abuse yeah so sure. just goes yeah. to show you there's a lot of stress on that yeah. um you know hindsight i should have just four linked the front but i didn't really know what i was doing back when i did the front and three linking in is easy mm-hmm. and it already had three link mounts on the chassis and all i did was just make the arms longer but that's a know. four liter influence decision because you have the pipe on one side and you're mm-hmm. like that too i just go with a three link it's fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't need another one up in here and there's just no i mean you can package them but it's a weird oh yeah it's always strange when they have it because the upper I'd... links are so high and far out on usually that the whatever you've got for a rocker replacement on the two by six or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So. I just rebuilt the whole front of mine and, uh, and my link is rubbing my exhaust right now. <laughs> yeah. It'll clearance it and then you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I tried heating it with a torch the other day and I put a pry bar in there. <laughs> Come on, baby. It's near quarter inch. <laughs> it wouldn't go, but I got to rebuild my exhaust anyways. This, this winter it's all mild steel and torn apart. I'm going to try to make a stainless one, but Fancy. Mm, shiny. No, it just hopefully it doesn't rust. <laughs> but I mean, they make stainless MIG wire. <laughs> it doesn't have to be fancy. <laughs> rust. <laughs> so at this point now, you have the four link. You just back half it. You have everything in the front done. Now, what, 
what was the deciding factor that really said all right enough's enough we're stepping it up like was there a specific race that you just felt it was time did like, you like like a, the, like a race to go to you're saying or like in general just like <clears throat> what was the final just say like all right today's the day or like i'm decided to go this path and you started now like looking for a chassis doing the whole nine yards um well like i had always wanted to well so back up like i don't even know back to dana 44 days i bought a set of tires off of this dude steve that lives in mass um and he i went and picked up the tires from him and he was like oh man you should check out uh line mountain and rc rocks and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> i mean this is like i don't know it's not that long ago but it's like eight years ago or something we'll say and uh he's like line mountain it's the coolest thing ever he's like these can't these tires came off of my line mountain car and he's like oh come check mine out and we went into like his shop and he showed me and he's like ah oh, it's the craziest racing you ever see he's like they're you know it's you gotta have the right safety stuff but you do the right safety shit and he's like we got guys with cherokees that put cages four sets of harnesses and a cooler in the back <laughs> and they put three of their friends in the thing and they go honking around everybody's got a fire suit and a helmet on and a harness and the thing breaks on lap two and they just sit on the roof and drink beer and watch everybody rip by and i'm like get out of here and he's like i'm not even kidding it's my people so like i always heard about that right and at the time like i had a crappy truck and you know i didn't i don't even think i had a trailer at the time and it, you know i've never you know been loaded or whatever and i'm always full of responsibility so you know the jeep and the race car and stuff they get you know a small amount of uh you know my uh my money i guess so you know it was just small baby steps and i always said i figured out what it was and i met a couple other people that raced there and then you know i started learning about like ultra four and stuff and i was like this is awesome and i'm like how do i like get into this you know and um i always like worked on the jeep and kept in mind that one day I'm going to race this thing. You know, it might only be once. I might be the slowest guy out there or whatever, but I just want to try it. You know, I don't know. Wheeling's fun, but, like, there's nothing better than, like, sitting there, your nerves are going, the green flag drops, and you just hold the thing to the floor, and then there's just nobody else. Like, you're not stuck in a trail because some dude broke a U-joint, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah. I'm going to see you for four hours while he fixes this stupid <laughs> fucking thing. You know, no, dude, if somebody's broke, you go around them, you go over them, you do whatever. You push them out of the way, like... <laughs> Yeah, like they don't it's just what it is and um so i always wanted to do it but i just always said the jeep's never ready you know and then i never it's far you know to go to pennsylvania it's like by roush creek so or is that roush creek uh, some of the races um so it was always just tough to get there and stuff and then finally you know things start to align and um the first race like this guy helped me out he did a little work to the jeep he actually rode in the passenger seat <laughs> it was for a dirt riot race at roush creek in 2019 i think um we got third not because we were fast because i finished because <laughs> uh, everyone else broke <laughs> yeah i mean that's what happens you know it's endurance racing yep. so honestly dude take it easy and you're gonna not do too bad um but you know the jeep was slow 
and it was running bad and whatever. But we did that, and then as soon as we did that, I was like, I don't want to go wheeling anymore. I just want to go racing. <laughs> but you know, you can't go racing every weekend, so obviously, I still love going wheeling. Um, but you know, there was a couple years of racing, or we did the first year, and I did like three or four races that summer. Um, and then, like, he ran with one. My buddy Cam rode in the passenger seat for two. And then Katrini rode with me for another one. We actually got second place. And, uh, like, that was fun. That was at Roush, too. And uh, and then the next year, COVID happened. And then... No more racing. No, I mean, they <laughs> still raced, I think. There were some races, but... Well, they don't get a lot of reception out there, so they're a little late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> but everything was just weird and you know i didn't end up racing but while all that was going on we also met john makowitz um from hack shack racing and you know he's he does a couple you know east coast races here and there and stuff and but koh is his thing like he could yeah. park park the thing for the whole entire year and you know dust it off in december get the car ready and go to koh at the end of january and he'd be you know happy that'd be it you know he'd be satisfied which hey man i don't blame him you know <laughs> it's crazy but um you know the 2020 february like literally right before covid we all went out to koh and uh i rode with john in the 4600 race and uh you know, it was a crazy two weeks um you know and once you start doing shit, it's, it's, I don't know, it's one of those things, it just, it can't just be like, hey, you know, that's good, you know, so at this point, it's just about going faster, and trying to be a little more legit. Um, and also, his Cherokee just didn't fit into any classes, all four classes. I mean, kind of, I mean, it technically would be a 4800 car with 37-inch tires on it, but it's totally outgunned probably not safe enough um you know like it still has a cherokee firewall you know so there's and no it's like, heavy. support it's honestly not that heavy um what was the total weight of that rig well the last time i weighed it with you in it uh well we can do some calculations but <laughs> the last time i Math? weighed it was uh <laughs> it was a while ago it was in like 2019 and it had a four liter um it had 40-inch Patagonias on it, which... So minus 150 yeah, pounds Definitely there. <laughs> subtract 20 pounds per tire there. Um, and there was like a couple of tubes less in it. Um, I've added a couple little tubes here and there over the few years. But um, it was 40... Uh, was it 4460 with a spare tire and a bag of tools. Pretty light. That's, I, I definitely would have guessed heavier. Yeah, so it was 4340. I remember that for sure. 4340 with no spare tire. I took the spare tire off. And the spare was 120 pounds. A patty on an aluminum beadlock. Um, That's really light. Yeah, well, there wasn't much left of it. Um, <laughs> you know, so at that time, it was like they said, a 4 liter AW4 231 um it still had like the heater box in it with like the ac stuff like just in the dash and the dash was like complete had all the factory wiring um but 
you know the interior and the rear portion was basically all the same um but you know just as of recently it had the ls turbo 400 and a uh 241 transfer case and um it had lighter seats there was literally nothing behind the dash it was just like the dash pad um very minimal wiring um you know so i would say that it's probably was still the same you know 4400 pounds or something so technically to race ultra four if the main construction so if you weigh 4400 pounds or more the main frame the main tube construction has to be two inch 121 um so the jeep would have been like right in the line kind of thing you know you they allow you it's dry weight so if you got 10 gallons of fuel in it they'll do the calculation for fuel you know probably coolant and whatever else uh, you can take the tools out of it you can take the spare tire off it's literally the dry weight of the car um you know so i probably would have passed but there was a few spots like that i welded together when i shouldn't have been <laughs> building cages you know like the literal <laughs> first cage i ever built was mine so there was some stuff on the roof that was just like boogered together and it never came apart or nothing but i never crashed it like hard but when you start going 65 you start thinking about things got real like pretty quick once i put a 400 horsepower six liter in it you know it wasn't just like a stock five three you know, it was a six liter with a big Texas speed cam and like the valve train stuff that goes with it and the aftermarket intake and, you know, decent size exhaust and stuff. So it easily made 400 horse. Um, might, even, might have even been more because I think stock, they're what, 350? So I mean, um, a, a like LQ4 uh, is like 330. Okay, okay. Um, you know, it wasn't really, it could have probably been a little bit better if it was tuned a little better but it was literally like an email tune like the guy that uh did the harness and the computer and everything i just told him like what parts i put in it and he's like yeah this will get you going (laughs) you know and it did you know those guys do so much like i don't know they know what to do to make it safe enough you know the thing's not gonna blow up um and run decent but there's always from that tune more than likely there's always 25 or 30 40 horsepower you know not wheel horsepower but you know crank horsepower so you know once the jeep was actually able to do like 80 i was like oh shit (laughs) i could probably hurt myself in that first race it just sat on the limiter the whole time and it was like 40 50 miles an hour so like the the jeep was faster than the four liter yeah so it it felt fine it was okay (laughs) four liter with the aw4 with all the well, the way that I had it geared, it did like 50 in low range on the rev limiter. So, um, you know, being able to run in high range, it's like driving down the road in a truck. You know, it's only a three-speed, but on paper, it'll do 125. But I'm not doing <laughs> not in that, that thing. No, <laughs> no, no. Let me out. The new car, maybe. The new car will be nice and safe. Nice and safe. I mean that was a sorry that was a really good roundabout answer, but you definitely answered the question. <laughs> uh, the Jeep needed to be gooder. Yeah, <laughs> it needed to be a lot gooder. That's for sure. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I don't know how much we want to go into it, uh, but why specifically a Katrini chassis? I mean, is that that's public knowledge, right? Just to clarify. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, asking. it's a secret. <laughs> I posted on the interweb, so I guess it's public knowledge. Um, I, no real like specific reason. I guess you can say the main reason is because um, Mike's cool, dude. And uh, he's not an idiot. Um, you know, I had talked to him about building a car, like, I don't even know when, a while ago. Um, and he's has such, like, a racing background. I know you guys chatted with him for a while one night. Um, you know, he knows a lot about a lot. Yep. Rock crawling, racing. You give him a snowmobile, and you'd be like, "Holy shit! Who worked on this thing? This thing's fast." <laughs> uh, side by sides, the same thing. They're like sleds. Um, and he knows stuff about shocks. You know, I just met him back in the day. Like, I sold him something, and uh, no, you're good. We can still hear you. Headphones are off. <laughs> um, I sold him like a couple of parts back in the day. And, uh, you know, I met him and just started, uh, you know, talking about stuff. And at one time, I knew that, uh, you know, he knew some stuff about shocks. And I, like, sent him a message. And I was just like, hey, uh, can you help me? You know, I got a couple questions. And I sent him a few videos. And he was like, what the hell? He was like, what do you have in that thing for springs? And I told him, and he was like, oh, God. He's like, can you bring it to my house? I'm like, yeah, sure. Just tell me when. And like a couple days later, I just brought it to his house after work. And he's like pulling the tire off and taking the shock apart and measuring springs and trying to figure out corner weight and stuff. And he's like, all right, buy these four springs for the uppers and we'll go from there. And, um, so I did, and it was way better. And then we took the shocks apart, and he made like a couple of little changes inside. Um, and it's basically been that way ever since. I mean, there's you know there's way more to be you know tuned on the thing, but uh, you know over the years, just talking with him and and all that, I've talked to him a couple times about like building a chassis and yada yada yada, and it just never really went anywhere. It's just me blowing smoke and. Uh, you know, finally over last, you know, fall, winter, I started helping him with a couple of the projects at the house. And uh, I'm like, I have this shitty Cherokee at home. And I'm working <laughs> on these really nice chassis. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to do something, you know. So then obviously wheels started turning and the two of us talked about a bunch of stuff. And, you know, he is obviously has a, a lot going on you know so i wasn't trying to like burden him with another car and whatever because i mean it's just it was a lot this is a lot you know and he had a lot going on and but you know we've we've talked about it and um he made a couple of changes to like the drawing that i wanted because i want to race the thing um and uh He's like, well, let's just get it sent over here. You know? So I was like, let's do it. You know, uh, let's. This will be sweet. And uh, you know, we we ordered the chassis, and 
a few weeks later, the thing shows up all wrapped up in cellophane. <laughs> Bunch of tubes. And then, you know, I uh, I just wanted to, to get it out of his way. And, you know, plus I really wanted to just look at the thing. So I'm like, you know, we took like three nights. Adam helped me one night. We spent a bunch of hours, um, you know, and then not very long. I prepped every tube on that thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you building know, a big Lego car, pretty much. Is that kind of how it? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, me and him put me and Adam put together a few things, and Mike like was doing some other stuff like downstairs, and we were just tacking things together, and then <laughs> we messed up. We thought we did good. Yeah, but. <laughs> It's just yeah. metal, you know. Break a couple, <laughs> you snap a couple of tacks, you move some tubes around. You know, I made a couple of like uh, the door bars were like too short or something, so I just like cut a couple new ones. You know, nothing too crazy. And then, but th- that's how smart Mike is, though. Like he was out doing something else. Me and Josh are laying tubes together, and it looks great. It's coming together good. Dude, he walked in. He's like, "Hey, what's up? How's it going?" He's like. Just eyeballs it. And yeah, just, yeah you guys fucked this whole thing up. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> like, dude, we're like, it was like what, an eighth inch, a quarter inch, yeah, when maybe the, half or the something. The B pillar was off. Yeah, like the door bar tubes were. I don't even remember. Like too far, too back. So the front and the back just weren't like fitting how he, you know, wanted them to. And uh, the other couple of cars that he did had like different designs in the door area. So um, the way that they went together was a, like a little different and um when you send the files like to the um like goat built cut these cars they um you have to like do certain stuff in the computer like tell the the program the tube dragon needs to know where every notch is yeah specifically yeah. in file form i know how to do the oh. stuff by hand doing it on the computer is way too hard <laughs> um but yeah so there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it you're not just like drawing the tubes and like boom the thing just figures out how to do it you gotta be like nah man there's five tubes coming into this one intersection you know this one has to have this notch this one has to be like that way you know you actually have to tell it so i think some things were just like just a tiny bit like skewed you know because it was just like the first one of that thing but um you know i guess you could just say like the stars aligned the right way and and i mean i'm wicked pumped that i'm using his chassis anyways because it's got you know it's small um trying to make it like small and lightweight i'm kind of a bigger guy but and um, safe yeah but it's also like very safe there's a lot of metal and important areas uh, to keep it like structural or sound but then you know he takes into account like a lot of tubes that will never hit the ground or anything like that can be 95 wall instead of 120 wall and then like the whole front clip can be like inch and a half you know that saves a lot of weight yeah. um you know so that helps um do you know what the so, chassis weight ended up coming in at? Uh, I mean, I haven't weighed it since like I actually put it together, but Bentec said that it was like five twenty or something like that, five twenty-five. Like the tubes themselves. So once you weld it, obviously it's a little heavier, and then there's uh like three or four tubes that have solid aluminum in it, and. Uh, I added one extra bar in the door area. 
just to kind of fill it out more. But I don't know. So maybe it's five seventy-five. You know, should be under six hundred. That's pretty good. Or six hundred, yeah. like with the way that it is. Um, For a full race page setup or buggy setup, that's not bad at all. Um, I know Tony was working on one, and without all the tubes in it, it was sitting right around five. 30 i think and it still needed support tubes installed so that's really like yeah i mean my car is loaded you know there literally won't be like any more tubes being added to it maybe like one or two like here and there but it's not like uh you know you buy like chassis from somebody else and it's just kind of like the skeleton you know and you kind of got to like fill it in you know how you want uh like it's all there so, should be pretty light. Which tubes get aluminum jammed in them? Um, two of the lower rails currently, like the two ones that go laterally with the chassis, um, those have aluminum. The like front bumper tube has aluminum. So when I rear end everybody, uh, doesn't smash the tube. And then the it's not in there currently, but the transmission cross member will be slugged with aluminum. Hopefully stop it from bending. Hell yeah. That, so that definitely answered the question because that makes a lot of sense. You know, you work with a guy for so long, you kind of learn different things about him, kind of understand like, all right, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. So then it makes sense where you wouldn't just go build like, all right, guess I'm going to go get an Ibex. No, don't know what you're really getting. You don't know who yeah. was the guy who designed it. So that makes a ton of sense. There's a lot of chassis out there and builders like go build specifically where they're great and they're great for you know somebody who wants to build their own car and you know buy a bunch of panels and buy a dash for it and buy all this stuff and you, know, you can buy a couple pieces at a time and you know work on one section you know, tmr is like the same way i think you like busted knuckle cars like that and um you know that stuff is great and everything um you know especially goat built i actually have like a bunch of goat built like accessory brackets and stuff like those guys are pretty sweet but you know one i've always like build my stuff and a lot of people that know me like more personally they always say oh it's kind of funny like your chassis is the only thing that you didn't actually build you know, like, they kind of give me a hard time in a way. But I'm like, nah, man, you got to think about it. Like, this thing is, like, you know, it's designed in the computer. So, like, dimensions are right. And, uh, you know, I can't tell you, how, like, doing a cage or something on, like, a Jeep or whatever, it's pretty easy. You have lines to follow. You know, you have a shape to follow. Um, but, like, when you start just building stuff in midair, you're like, yeah, this looks good. And then you sit in it and you're like... <laughs> I'm going to smash my head, you know, or you're like, there's like three feet above me. You know, I could cut, you know, I give this thing a haircut right now, but, um, so it's like trial and error in a, in a sense, but you know, he's built a few full chassis, you know, already. So, um, yeah, he's really good about maybe. giving the dimensions too. I was talking with him about it, um, off air. So that was, yeah. Helpful. And another, like, awesome part about having his chassis is like i don't know i talk to him like every couple days and i'm like hey what do you think about this you know or you know what would you do for that you know or certain parts and stuff and uh 
you know, we're always bouncing ideas off each other, and there's a couple other chassis that are the same, so there's a few parts that carry over. Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that just works and everything, and, you know, so just... I, at least I have some creativity, you know, and I'm not, like, just buying a, like, a, you know, a goat bill or a busted knuckle or whatever and just, like, throwing it together, like, how they want it, <clears throat> you know. I'm doing it kind of, you know, there's some stuff that I'm making and I'm mismatching up a bunch of random parts and probably have a drivetrain that you guys would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but... You know. If you didn't already think he had a drivetrain like that. <laughs> I mean, wait, I kind of there's more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> Luke, were you going to say something? I'm just expecting that whatever the motor choice is, it's going to be interesting to say the least. And yeah, the, the motor is... Well, it, it was going to be the 6 liter, and again, I want to make the thing light. You know, so... Twenty-two um, RE. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was yeah. actually yeah. Two of them. That. Two of them. Right yeah, next to each other. Right <laughs> <next> <laughs> <to> each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why stop at two at this point? Now, <laughs> four. Build it like the top fuel uh, tractor pull car. I wonder. Sick. I wonder if anybody's done that in Ultra Four. Has there been more than one engine? Oh my god. In an Ultra no, Four yeah. car. Yeah, an EV. Roll for that. Oh no, that's not. No, they still have a transfer case. I mean, give it time. Give it time. They have an explicit. That's a fucking RC car. Yeah, what do you mean? What the fuck? Am I stupid? Uh, <laughs> I know in 4800, which is technically uh, the class that I'm going after, um, it has to be front mounted engine. They have a lot. There's a lot of controversy. Like, guys are talking, they're trying to get like rear or mid engine cars voted in because technically, from what I understand, the. The like purpose of having 4800 is they're like retired 4400 cars. Like you pull the bypasses off and throw 37s on it, and you give the thing a nice cushy, you know, afterlife. Yep. And you know, so there's a lot of old 4400 cars that have you know rear mounted motors. So there's like a rule that they've been talking about changing, but I don't know. I mean, unlimited like 4400, you probably do it. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> but... <laughs> See Lauren Healy pop out with two big block Fords in the thing and they take 2,500 horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> be cool. <laughs> um, no, but the so I, I'm kind of going away from like the iron block and Mike has a an LS1 like an an OG like five seven LS1. I think I'm gonna use that. Um, me and him are talking about it. And uh, you know I'll use some of my goodies from the six liter on LS1. So I'll just get an aluminum block, you know, save the 80 to 100 pounds or whatever it is. Um, but then it's just a turbo 400 two wheel drive to a divorced 205. So that's the kicker. Hmm. So now you take all of the, the load off of the back of the transmission. Like you see people oh, snapping like point. trannies and all that shit. You know, that won't happen. Huh. That makes sense. I can't. This dude is confused. <laughs> I'm glad I can see your face. Right now. He's like, "What is going on?" So you're saying divorce? So you, like, they are not hard. They're not getting together. along. They're not together. So, yeah. so you're gonna have like a shaft in between, or like no mid shaft, like literally just a U joint, like yoke to yoke with one U joint in between. Fucking. 
and the bat and the yoke on the back of the turbo 400 is like a slip yoke like as you would see in a two-wheel drive like truck or car or whatever you know so it's not a fixed yoke yeah thing slides in and out um and i have uh it's like this billet plate that like bolts onto the back of the turbo 400 that like the four-wheel drive turbo 400 is like whatever 30 inches long or something like the case itself and then you add this adapter and it adds like another inch and then boom it's a yoke you know so it's like the shortest form of like an oem case turbo 400 i guess i think shit that's cool yeah so it's an idea of mike's you know so then the (laughs) then the transfer case and the motor are going to weigh the same yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) on the flip side i have a really heavy transfer case so it's like a corvette you know it's balanced out yeah 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 yeah. you want more rear weight you know (laughs) know, rearward and low yeah it's perfect (laughs) and and this might blow you guys' minds but me and adam are like big into desert trucks and stuff and the way that they build those things is a 60 40 split 60% 60% rear weight, 40% front weight. That's and if they don't make it to, if they don't make it 60-40, like if it's 55-45 or whatever, they're like, eh, it'll be good. It'll be good. I think it'll be all right. But wouldn't that act like an uncoupled snowmobile where like if you get on throttle, it's pulling enough weight off so the what front? what they want to do. You ever watch yeah. them going through the whoops? The front go end's just watch, floating. Go watch yeah, trophy like, truck videos. Go just, watch a video of one of them hitting like a 200-foot-long jump. The, they always land like yeah. with the front up in the air always but that's traction yeah. because okay, that's a good point trophy yeah. trucks 80 percent of them are two-wheel drive and that's all about just think of a dirt bike yeah how are you gonna rip you know you don't see a dude hitting the whoops a fifth gear pin and he's hanging over the handlebars you know? that's a good point but his ass is like over the fender in the back. That's a good point. I, I just, I guess, I was just thinking more of like cornering, because like with the dirt bike, you know, you get your nuts so, right up on the tank to get all that weight forward. But yeah, but you just, I guess, tap the brake, get the weight to transfer, and then just run right through. Everything. You're also throwing around that suspension, so everything has a compromise. Yep. But think yep. of a trophy truck; they're mostly going straight. You know. That's a good point. They'll do 800 to 1200 miles in a race, like a Baja 1000, and those guys are turning for 100 miles. If you think about it, like if you add up all the turns or something, if that maybe. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. It's a decent compromise to make for the amount that you're actually turning in it. Sorry, I just heard a weird noise. I don't know what it was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... Well, I was just kind of thinking, like, uh, like I've ever seen a side by side jump, and they always goes nose heavy. I don't know if that's because of the rebound or whatever, but yeah. it's the funniest yeah. thing watching one of those jump, and it's just literally just like <laughs> yeah. it just always doesn't. A-, a lot of that is shock tuning. Yeah. Um, like you can tune a lot of that out of the shocks, like quick. You can just ratchet strap a two hundred five to the back and probably could, do the same. That might help. That. that might help. It's funny you say that. You know, going back, you know, this was like. Uh, my buddy bought brand new. I can't wait to see how a 205 and a side by side fit in this story. Well, he started talking about a side by side and the thing flipping over. Like years ago, my buddy bought us. We never knew what side, like they just came out. And like the 900 XP Polaris thing just came out. And one of my friends was like, I'm going to buy one of these. 
Oh my god! All right, whatever. They were actually reasonably priced then too. They were only like seventeen grand. Yeah, it was like eighteen thousand dollars. Because I remember, like, he was a lineman, and you know, and he went on Storm, and he had like some cash kicking around, and he was like, "I, I like, I financed like ten, and I put like eight down on it." And I was like, "Damn, dude, that's crazy." (laughs) You know, we were it was we're gonna go smash it in the woods. Yeah, well, uh, you know, a month. He literally rolled the thing off of the trailer in the yard, and he's like, "Let's go for a ride." And we went to the end of the road, and there were some trails. And I was like, "What the fuck? This is crazy! I've never been this fast going down trails, going over rocks." But anyways, going to the flipping over thing. It was like two months later. We were at this party at this dude's motocross track, and. Uh, Everybody's riding around, jeeps and trucks and Wasn't bikes. And, I was gonna say that was really casual—a party at a, this dude's motocross. Track. Yeah, this that sounds like so much fun. This guy that, uh, like, at his house. In, what town? Coventry, Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut. Oh, you guys are all from Mass. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it was like a family's farm or something, and these dudes were like serious about riding dirt bikes. And like once or twice a year, they would just have this huge party on like a Saturday. They'd burn probably like 500 pallets or something. And, you know, there was just people, there's so many people, like, he doesn't know who's there. And it got to the point where, like, his parents would be around and they would, like, you know, people would, like, sign waivers and you'd have, like, a wristband and make sure you were actually 21. But it was literally at a motocross track. And, like, but you had to be smart. You know, you can just get drunk and just, eh, I'm going riding. You know, they, they shut you down pretty quick. But, one of my friends had a that my buddy that had the side by side. I remember following him in my jeep around the motocross track, and he burp over one of the jumps, landed right on the front bumper, <laughs> like literally lawn darted the thing, <laughs> did a total front flip, right back in the tires, and he just stuck his arms out, and he was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe I just did that." <laughs> <laughs> so that's when we learned that those things go right over. Um, <laughs> You know, that was a long time ago, but that was funny. <laughs> and I was right behind him in the Jeep, too. Yeah. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> Definitely could have been worse. But, uh, yeah, that's my side-by-side story. <laughs> I don't have many side-by-side <laughs> stories. <laughs> I stay away from those things. Nah. I don't need another habit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Adam, why don't why don't you race something other than your Lambo Feeties? Um, like, I know you have a kid. You know, you have my race car is right this. here. You're looking at it. Nice one, isn't it? It is nice. <laughs> that nah, honestly, that's just time. That's that's time, but it's time from start to finish. I ain't got time to build a race car. I don't have time to make my Jeep a race car. Even if it was, I don't have time to prep it. Or it's a lot, it. dude. It's just it's a it's it's too much. It's so much that like it's not just a rig. It's not just a race car. It's not just having. Oh, I bought a race car, you know? Well, I'm going to go racing. Yeah, sure, go racing. But, like, how are you going to get there? How are you going to get all your shit there? How are you going to stay there? Because, let's face it, there's no racetracks that have hotels, like, in the parking lot. Sure. You know, or cabins, or maybe a couple of venues have, like, these little cabins or something. But, like, to- one or two. Tow rigs, trailers. Yeah. Getting a parts. day off work so you can actually get out to fucking Pennsylvania in time. Yeah, like, spare parts you know, paying to get in, having somebody who's dumb enough to climb in the passenger seat, like, there's just so many factors to it. Um, 
You know, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and I mean anybody yeah. can like. If you, you have guys a day could, job, you can do it. You guys could like take <laughs> your jeeps and throw window nets in them and like knock the windshield out and like go to Lion Mountain or something and go run in one of the classes. You know, you have enough tubing and bumpers and light. You know, you would need like a dust light in the back or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's literally basic shit. Um, but like really racing is like yeah, but it's a full time it's a full time job. It's a full time job. This guy, I literally nonstop. I'm like in dude. here ordering a fitting, dude, like calling <laughs> companies, figuring shit out. Like dude, yeah. it's and he the fucking thing. You know, it's still just a chassis. Never mind actually it's got racing wheels. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like it, like dude, even like fun wheeling. For example, me just the way I handle things. Like say if we're going to field and forest for the weekend. And we're all taking Friday off. Because if I'm taking Friday off to go field and force, we're all taking Friday off, right? <laughs> By the time I do that, you know, and I don't do that that often, so I'm buying steaks. You know, I'm not, I'm not showing up there with ramen. <laughs> you know? It's like, for me to go do that for three days of field and force, which is an hour and a half from here, it still costs me a thousand bucks just to go jeeping for the weekend. It's crazy. If I go racing, dude, that, there's a reason people ruin their lives over racing. It's easy. You should get into <laughs> skiing. It might be cheaper. Well, yeah, I ride a BMX literally. bike, and believe it or not, that is the funnest and most enjoyable thing that I do. Uh, what, do, do what are you hitting up, ASP every other weekend or something? ASP? No, no. I, no? I haven't been there in a long time. I just redid it, actually. It's actually quite I've nice. been there once. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Recent can, or? Re, what? Like like recently or yeah like a month ago I took my my son there and we hell yeah ripped that's it. awesome I used to ride way back in the day over yeah there. no it's, the theory guys really do a great job building yeah. that place you guys are awesome but anyways race cars so sorry uh, <laughs> I know dude trust me I am fucking if you look at my Instagram algorithm you'd be like there's no jeeps on it there's trophy trucks and drift cars that's it there's there's no I, I want to fucking race something. I don't want to drive a fucking four-liter through the woods. Although I have asked John from Mac Shack if I, if I can... Uh, John from Mac Shack. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, Mac Shack. Dude. Mac Shack. Are you kidding me? Sorry. Mac I've asked him to borrow uh, his Jeep multiple times. It needs help before it races again. And I'm like, hey, dude, let me do the works. I want to race it next time, you know? And he hasn't budged yet, but I'm going to get him. Him. persistency just yeah uh, just yeah keep, just like I can, I can contribute you know yeah drop it off i'll fix all your hokey wiring and then i'll, I'll go race you know and i'll <laughs> yeah. give it back to you you know i'm i'm good for that but uh real racing i have trouble even helping him i've helped him once when you put the chassis together one day other than that it's just here this help you know I mean that's pretty solid. If there's a roof, no, yeah, I mean that's pretty. No, bad. yeah, I mean in the stuff we do during the day, definitely, especially like hunting down parts and for bullshit we're coming up with. It's it's nice to be able to do it. Just seen what I went through today to get compression fitting. Oh my I need God. a ferrule so I can put my fuel cell together, like the pickups. So I got to shorten them from like the old setup. It was a half a day thing. It was, <laughs> I got you know, thirty dollars worth of yeah, fitting on so the like, phone yeah. on the. Side, blah 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 blah. Yeah, like it's crazy, you know. And do, imagine doing that, like, like yeah. yeah if I sat at a desk, yeah, and desk, they were like, and no race out. cars during the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, but that—that's the only thing I can contribute. Never mind having my own shit. Are you kidding me? I'm lucky enough to go with him when he goes racing. Like, hopefully I can squeeze it in, you know. <laughs> Sometimes that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I, I wish I, I dream about it one day. One day, we'll see. We'll start by borrowing John's Jeep. Work from home, you can you can look at race cars 
and work at the same time. You multitask. Two this monitors, one for race cars and one for... That's uh, true. Yeah. Too bad I don't know how to make any money on the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could work from home and just be in the garage. Dude, mm-hmm. it's funny. Mike works from home and he works on his computer sometimes. And dude, middle of the day here, we're chatting up ideas and stuff. This guy texts Mike. Hey, Mike, can you send us this file? For the plasma table, yeah. and like Boop. within 15 right minutes, we're cutting out the part we were just talking about. That's on Mike's computer. <laughs> like, yeah. thanks, dude. You saved us 45 minutes. <laughs> Didn't have to design a stupid tab. <laughs> it's got pros and cons. Got pros and cons. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Pros is you can sit there, you can find all the parts, and then you just have to. Then you got to make money to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. It's inspiring. Making money as you're finding them. Yeah, you're getting paid to find the parts yeah. to pay for. That mm, that sounds illegal. <laughs> yeah, racing's abusive. Sure is. Sorry, I have to pull the microphone over when I want to talk. Yeah, right. Sorry. Do you guys have any interest in racing ever? Honestly, so I used to race dirt bikes back in the day. I used to do um, enduro series when I was younger and like some of the most fun things was always like coming up to a fucked up section seeing a bunch of people stuck or like having troubles and then just finding that sick line that passes everybody like that to me gets me going but also like I love 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 super technical crawling like that is something for me that's like if you you're on this rock by one inch you slide off of it you're fucked and you're gonna spend the next two hours trying to get out of it so it's kind of like a weird line where I respect that I'm a broke person and i cannot afford it <laughs> but they're definitely hey, watch where you swing yeah. the <laughs> um but yeah like i think it'd be cool does i don't i don't think it would be in a full-size vehicle or i guess full-size um side by size is the easiest thing yeah. you just sign your name on the dotted line and throw some nets in the thing and and my dad works for a player's dealership, so I can get one at cost. Like we can make or like uh, yeah, I mean, dude, check you, one. I don't know what they call it for yeah. dirt check. Spend like fifteen grand on like safety equipment and shit. You know, real stuff. Yeah, you. Just... Problem is still though, like side by side nowadays, like thirty yeah, something yeah, thousand dollars for like know? a like a nine hundred turbo, which I think <clears throat> is their current like best side by side for Polaris. Uh, yeah, I think there's somewhere right around the 27 range, 28 range. Yeah, it needs if at you, least another 15 to save your equipment because that motherfucker is capable of moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you buy like the top of the line, like I'm pretty sure the Polaris Pro R, which is like the NA 1000, the, yep. like their fastest, fastest machine, I think it's like $42,000. Fuck. That's not ready to race. And I, that mean, I do have good credit, rate. though, I will say. So like <laughs> yeah, I, could, yeah. I could sign the dotted line. 20 but... years, baby, 20 years. I've got plenty of things with your credit. <laughs> but speaking of that right now, like I was looking at purchasing a truck with my credit. I have, a, I have an 840 right now sitting where I'm at. So it's pretty pretty decent. So they should just give it to you. Hey, just try it out for a couple months. Yeah. But like Calls back. a truck loan, the lowest I can get, and I've shopped around 8%. Oh my wow. God, How fucking dude. ridiculous is that? My, my truck right now, which I got with zero credit, I had uh, 20% down, no cosigner, which I think I would got fucked. I'm at 11 which isn't even that bad when I'm like, damn, nowadays... Dude, I'm going to throw up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I had a 600 credit score when I bought my Silverado. And <laughs> I still got 6%. I mean, yeah, I'm what the fuck? Dude, my truck, <laughs> when I bought my blue truck, I had a 7... It was right after we bought our first house, and I was like, oh, man, my credit's wiped out. <laughs> and I go down... I went yeah, to actually opposite. ACI before I worked there, and uh, they had that truck and i was like well let's do it you know it was like 20 grand 
It was three percent. Oh my what? god, dude! I'll <laughs> yeah. go buy anything. Three percent. I'll buy anything. I'll buy it. I don't know. Sarah's LJ is like three point four percent. Oh my god, dude! I'll go buy a hot tub. That's why that. I don't feel bad about Hell financing yeah. LJ. <laughs> I'll be putting waterfalls in my yard and shit. Cent? <laughs> <laughs> that's a gift. <laughs> that's oh my free money. god. But yeah, so that's kind of the thing stopping me. And also, I don't know. It's crazy though. Yeah. Like the, I don't know. You're gonna buy a truck that's like half like a truck nowadays is yeah. I don't know, 50, 60, 40. Well, I wasn't gonna go that crazy. I was just gonna get Duramax like loaded package of what but I still, currently. Still, I don't have. know. It was it was it was twenty five thirty grand. No, it was only eight. Oh yeah, mm, it's not that bad, I guess. But how many miles? Duramaxes have a they have the not an expiration date, was, but they. <laughs> So I wasn't going to go look at this truck. It was just one of those things that uh, I wasn't going to buy that truck, pardon me. But it was like my buddy sent it to me, and I'm like, shit, that ain't bad. I'm like, What year right. was it? Uh, 2014? I forget now. Black LTZ Duramax quad cab, so I don't have the stupid extended yeah. cab rattle that I yeah. have currently. Yeah. Gallon, I'm sure you know with your 6 liter 2500. Yeah. Smiles, smiles, smiles. Be great. Um, I love be my great. truck. It's on jack stands yeah, right now. It's a good truck. <laughs> Honestly, though, like in reality, I've had zero problems with my truck. I will only my yeah. only problem has been my caliper. That Thank I, you. Yeah, rust. Up, but... Rust. That's the only fucking yeah. problem. My truck's an 08 and oh, has no Jesus. like DOD. No like the. Do you have the bedside cancer or? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got the bedside. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you have got, no idea. It's got the two... holes this big. <laughs> yeah, it's got two seventeen on it now. I bought it with a hundred and four thousand miles on it, Shit. and the only thing that's ever like gone bad that's actually like messed it up was a cat went bad that's and not even, well that's not the end of the world yeah, it wasn't the end of the world i was it. just in tennessee with yeah a trailer, it was that so day it was that day it was a kind of a problem <laughs> but i drove it all the way back to pennsylvania with a clogged cat towing my enclosed trailer oh and my buddy thank god for good friends my buddy cam <laughs> yeah, was like that was a big because i was like reaching out i was trying to figure out what was wrong with it and i couldn't even figure out what was wrong with it and it was like 95 degrees i was in the middle of summer i literally moved a friend to tennessee i had a brand new enclosed trailer and they're like hey man could i borrow that thing and i'm like yeah yeah sure give me 12 grand <laughs> yeah. you can just keep it you know he was like well i'll just pay you to like move my shit down and i'm like Okay, you know, okay. we could make this work. And uh, coming back, like, as soon as we turned around, the thing started acting up. And I couldn't really figure it out and ended up being a clogged cat. And pff, the truck's a rock star, dude. I beat the crap out of that thing just to get it back to Pennsylvania. And then my buddy Cam met us, like, because I got in, like, I don't know, Virginia or something. And I called him and I was like, dude, you got to help me. <laughs> like, I don't need you to come pick the truck up. Like, I just need you to take this trailer, and we'll be better. And he's like, all right, I'm in the car. Like, we're going. And we just kind of intercepted each other in Pennsylvania somewhere. And he took the trailer, and then I was, like, mentally exhausted, dude. I couldn't even, like, tell you what day it was. And I was like, Sarah, you need to take over. And she got in the driver's seat, and she drove the broken truck, like, almost all the way home. Yeah. <laughs> I think actually all the way home because I was like yeah. smoked, dude. What? I don't know. I went through a lot in like 24 hours. Like, <laughs> I had the engine apart in parking lots. Yeah, he was calling me from a parts store. Like, yeah, checking I, for vacuum leaks in, in the intake and I changing did an intake gas. Intake gasket in an AutoZone parking lot. I bought an intake that gasket set. Terrible. 
It's not bad. Yeah, it's not it bad. Was it's in, not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> well, they're pretty easy on these drugs. Yeah. Circumstances, God. though, yeah, bad, terrible. But I bought it. Do the uh, the knock sensors while you pulled all that off, anyways. <laughs> no, well, like, it changes oil, rotated tires. Four is the knock sensors are on the side. They're not you under lucky the intake. Bastard. Mine are right in the middle. Of the- um, but uh, I did the intake gasket at the AutoZone. I bought it and I said to the guy, "I go, hey, so uh, if I were to install these in the parking lot, I'm like." Is anybody going to, you know, say anything? <laughs> and he's like, nah, man, just go park on the side. We're good. I don't care. Yeah. He's like a young kid, you know? And I'm like, all right, dude, thanks. I'm kind of in a pinch. So I, I did that. I changed, like, a O2 sensor. I was in a, a rest stop parking lot. I pulled the injectors out, and I was trying to clean the injectors with, like, brake clean and stuff, thinking <laughs> that it had, like, a bad injector or something. And uh, I did a couple other things. And then I was just like, I don't care you blow up you blow up like <laughs> we just gotta we had our two dogs with us and it was hot it was the middle of summer so i was like freaking out because they were with us and they're not the easiest to deal with like out in public and stuff so um i didn't want to you know i was just getting stressed and <clears throat> but do you know what happens to the cats in those no i just should i know so that way i could well yeah the store or... would make a lot more sense the honeycomb in there yeah. breaks and then it turned it turned sideways. The piece was like oh, the size of a matchbox car. It'll like kind of flow, but it was a tight. Once I actually figured out what it was, um, did you just like cut it out at the end and just like? Just yeah, well, dude, and I mean, we see it here at work all the time. Like sometimes, like just a fresh set of eyes is yeah. the world. Yeah, like, get the fuck over here, so at the, <laughs> dude. All the time. At the time, I was working <laughs> for Dan at DMR and. We got, I got it home, and it was, like, middle of the night on Sunday, and I didn't go to work on Monday. And uh, Tuesday, I was like, well, we got to figure out what's wrong with this thing. I'm like, I'm just going to drive it to work. 40-minute ride. I'm like, well, I don't know. I made it back from Tennessee like this. Like, <laughs> it'll make a 40-minute ride to work. So I drove it to work, and he plugged the scanner in, and he was just like, dude, it's got a clogged cat. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, I would have just cut that thing. Yeah, we would have been straight it. piping it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I was just like, you know, I thought about that, but it just, it didn't sound like a clogged cat. Like, I've heard clogged cats and seen them, like, I don't know, it just didn't sound like it. So, immediately, I'm like, give me that sawzall. And I just cut the cat, like, that one cat out of it. And I just, right on rev limiter. And I'm like, <laughs> so so then i was like all right well i'll just cut the other cat out and then uh, we just got some three inch piece of exhaust and i just <laughs> welded it in place i just drove it around like that for a couple weeks and then i was like this is god awful because it's got a loud exhaust on it already yeah so now I'll take the cats out and it's just got like a muffler that doesn't do anything and it's just like a stock six liter pickup truck like sounded like you're not going anywhere and you're just... <laughs> yeah. not going anywhere and it just <laughs> You can hear yeah. it from like five blocks away. Yeah, it went probably farther than yeah. that. So. <laughs> this guy still hears me from five oh blocks away. Oh my god, he's got cats on it. Dude, again. it's so miserable riding in that. Rowan's uh, in the cab. I'm used to it now. I mean, but that was it. Like, talk about trucks being good trucks or whatever. That was like the only time that it's ever really like had a problem. You know, brake line went as of recently, and that's what. Uh, you know, that's what started the snowball of like fixing the rusty gas tank cross member. Realize that the gas tank is all shot, so I found a gas tank. And, you know, there's just a bunch of things that I've been neglecting over the last 
couple of years, you know. So not, but like I've towed way more than I should have with that thing. Like I drove to New Jersey and pu- picked up two Cherokees at once for my buddy Dave. <laughs> put them on a bumper, on a bumper tow <laughs> on a bumper pull trailer, a thirty-four foot. Hauled the thing back like nothing. Hmm. One thing I've definitely noticed with mine is like I put so I've never really put that thing onto the actual helper. And I put a skid steer with four parking blocks on the front of a bumper pull, and it literally had no problem. I don't, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like, uh, what year is yours? 2011. Hmm. So it's same body style, it's same everything, but I don't know if they changed all that with. I think 11s have different no, springs and shit. It's yeah, HD. It's different. Yeah, but yeah. mine has my truck. I think eight to like ten or eleven were like the same things as like chassis wise and the frame was the same thing as like like the 2000 to 2007 okay so it has like a tall opens like c channel frame yep or i think yours is like a box frame and in like mid 11 they changed the chassis and it like totally turned it so into you a could tank. be like a yeah before or after i was gonna say i probably have that one because yeah. i have i've noticed like that thing takes weight no problem like yeah. everybody's like oh you're too tongue heavy i'm like dude this thing don't even know it's there what are you talking about like Mine has pretty soft springs in the back, um, but I have airbags in it, so no, mine will, mine will takes up the slack. Make my titties hit me in the face if I'm going over too many stutter bumps. Like it's, uh, <laughs> you probably have mess. different springs. Something I don't know. Like Thirty-five hundred springs or something. Back know. then, you could order with heavier, with one-ton springs. There's a, a twenty-five hundred. Yeah. yeah, that would make more sense because I was yeah. so surprised today that like I shouldn't even been using it. I was for work too. Helper springs? You mean like on top? No, I'm talking the... about the, the little guys. You know, oh, the, the little, little ones. ones on okay. bottom, Mine are sitting on that right now. I was going to say, yeah. Mine don't even never gotten it to touch it, ever. And, like, we've moved, like, houses with, like, you know, moving people's houses with the ATC. You load everything to the front, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Like, that's a little bit off. No. You must have different springs. Something. Definitely. I was so confused by it. I mean, my shocks are all fucking blown out, but who cares? Like, who needs those? Uh, It's a Chevy, man. Have some respect. Put some shocks on that thing. It's the best riding truck. And you're over here making it ride like a Dodge. I don't know. With the (laughs) door. <laughs> he drives a dodge. <laughs> and it doesn't have shocks either. It's like a boat. <laughs> you, know, you, you get the five in, in some spots in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but, <laughs> take the shocks off the dodge, put the he shocks knows, back on he the knows. <laughs> I woke him up a few times because it was it was rocking. Dude, so on 81 into PA? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. With, no, with bad shocks? Dude, no way. No way. <laughs> So oh, that that actually reminds me of that because I was just about to say there was one time when we were going down to West Virginia. Obviously, like we were driving through the night. He's a fucking psycho. He literally just yeah. went through the night with zero issues. And <laughs> at one point, I literally just like passed. I was so tired because I was trying to be respectful, you know. Um, it's nice yeah. to have a an alert co-driver. Yeah, I was trying. I was really <laughs> trying. Uh, but we went through this one section. I swear to God, I woke up because my neck was like bobbing yep. up and yep. down. Yep. And- <laughs> like a dead body next yeah. to you flopping. <laughs> oh man, oh. no. Oh, but yeah, that uh, that's so funny. But yeah, I mean, it it dry. I mean, it runs all right. I don't know. I have no problems with it. It loves the ATC. Other like it loves. Actually, it's weird because it loves heavy trailers, and then it loves my ATC that I use. It doesn't like other trailers. Like one of our friends, he has an old excavator trailer. Hated it. It did not like it at all. Like the distance was weird. That's axle placement on a equipment trailer. The axles are more center. Mm, this one was further back. Really? Yeah, and it, it just did not like it at all. Hmm. I don't know. It Other seemed than like that, it really... does 
fine with my trailer too. Yeah, but that was with uh, whose Jeep was on that? Was that mine or yours? That we both. That was with, it was, I was. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. My brain is shot. <laughs> I I've been up for way too long. Um, the club. With yours, I mean, it makes sense because if we just go tongue way heavy, perfectly fine. But uh. But yeah, less less about trucks. I apologize that we even went on this tangent. Um, what do you we mean trucks? What do you mean trucks? Yeah. can't do any of this shit without them. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> We'd all be in prison right now if we tried to do what we wanted to do. With trucks. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drive what? Where? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Speaking of that Dodge, though, I give that thing credit. I used to talk a lot of shit about second gens, and then watching him go to Tennessee, one-shotting it, and then spending time down there, then going to Missouri, and then coming back from Missouri with no issues, so then five months later... If they're good, I mean, they're yeah. good. Dude. I mean, I, anything. I bought that thing. I had, like, maybe a month or two under my belt, like, owning it. You, you have a... There's a period of time when you own an old car... <laughs> you just don't trust it yet. Or you yeah. don't trust it, and there's <laughs> stuff that is gonna break. It was like... We were maybe halfway through that period, and I drove it to Tennessee. And I mean, it had its its fair share of little issues, but it it made it the whole way there with with the Jeep and trailer behind it and back, and had no problems. And I didn't know half the half the little. Quirks Those that trucks thing yet. love that. It really does. Bunch it drives so much yeah. better. With you hook this building and go for a trip. <laughs> like it's gonna it's gonna love it. It rides better, other than the uh, washboard highway. It doesn't love that, but. It's just don't uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. It's other than the belt fiasco, it really has never let me down. And then Richie and Richie was familiar with the alternator thing. I drove it about ten hours with no alternator, and I nice. didn't know until it, the radio shut off. It's a diesel. So it doesn't take yeah, a lot of electricity to run. No. Yeah, but it, we were at like five volts, and I was like. Uh, Richie, we're getting off the highway right now. Yeah, five volts. You're in bad shape. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, your headlights start looking like candles. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a we, twelve we valve or twenty-four valve? So we coasted with... into a hotel parking lot, and the truck just fucking died. <laughs> yeah, yeah like once the RPMs went down, like eh, eh, we had enough. No. <laughs> but we sat there. We were sat. We sat in a gas station parking lot. I was like, I can't shut it off. Like if I shut it off, it's not starting again. Uh, there was a hotel right next door, so we sat there for a minute. I was like, "Okay, let's just get in it and go, and hopefully it doesn't die." Uh, pulled in, coasted into the parking spots across all the high, all the hotel parking, and get in a hotel room. <laughs> Changing an alternator. <laughs> we were like an hour from home too, but it was like, it's I don't know how late it was. It was late, but yeah. But at least it's a Dodge. I, you know, you got to part first thing in the morning, right? No. Dude, me yeah. with the Mercedes, dude, every time I leave town, I'm like, do I really want to be looking for a Mercedes alternator? <laughs> like, I just, well, how dude, much I, of a go it was when it was cold. Oh, my God. And nothing even broke. Nothing even dude, broke. Dude, I froze that thing this winter. Oh, my God. I thought it was a Dodge motor in those. Or, no, that, that's Dodge old Mercedes stuff. No, stuff. that's old stuff. That's that's high school days. I did that oh, for a little oh, while. Okay. All they did was rebadge it. Always Over here talking about Katrini and my chassis. Texted me an alternate record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Katrina's just at home all the time. Um, yeah, do, do you remember that uh, weekend where it was like negative 20 this winter? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did that stupid he race. He went racing. In the snow. Oh, I remember that. I remember the picture. So I was trying to be a fun dad, and I was like, oh, we're going to go sleep in the camper mm. in the van, dude. 
And it was like that cold. I'm like, never mind. We'll get a hotel. I'm a responsible dad. You know? <laughs> so, dude, we get there. I got a half tank. So I fill it the rest of... No, I pour the diesel 911 in there. Not the treatment. The motherfucking 911. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to sit overnight. Uh, we're going to put this in now. So I put it in there. I filled up the other half of the tank. Ran it around town. Went out to eat and everything. So it's all up in the system. I'm like, I got this. I brought the jump box with me. I mean, I had everything except for a fucking Mr. Buddy here. <laughs> Dude, next morning, dead to the fucking world. Dead, just dead. So, call a tow truck. Kills a tow truck. And their jump box. They bring back another jump box. Three tow trucks end up coming. Nothing. They cannot start this fucking... And my jump box, I didn't have the charging cable, so I took apart the fucking lamp in the hotel. <laughs> and I took... I, dude, I took the terminals, and I, went, I put them on the jump box charger, charged it. I got pictures of it. It's crazy. <laughs> My six-year-old's in the background, Dad, what are you doing? Doing backflips on the bed. I'm like, dude, just, <laughs> we're, we're doing stuff, man. And, uh, dude, nothing. Meanwhile, no service. This guy's racing, and at Mount Mudrun, there's no service for anybody. So, dude, no one but my girlfriend knows that me and my son are stuck at this hotel, like, two miles away from this guy. Right? I'm like, well, right. I knew you were there. I'm like, oh, we're going to stay another night. Dude, they were booked. There was, like, a swim competition going on. They're like, we have no rooms. It's like, no. oh, no Ubers, no nothing, dude. I'm fucked. Meanwhile, I'm le- I'm texting him. So I'm like, this guy's about to go stand up by the highway and send smoke signals. I'm like, <laughs> I'm texting him knowing he doesn't have service. And I'm like, as long as he doesn't die in that race, which he could, uh, once he leaves, he's going to get my text, hopefully before he passes me. Right. And sure enough, <laughs> dude, he's like, fifth, I don't even know. I knew trying. something was off. You didn't make it. Yeah. And I talked to you in the morning. The battery was dead. But yeah. you're like, I'm going to make it. And then, you know. Obviously, the race is over, and I'm like, here comes Josh, been racing all day, Adam's told right up here. that morning, dude, long as day, comes to the hotel, he's got the trailer in tow, dude comes around the corner with the trailer doors fucking flapping open, he almost claps a bunch of cars, it's like, it's like, it's like a superhero, dude, it's awesome, so, dude, he's helping me, and they're like, dude, nothing, 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 and finally, we're, he, he's like, dude, I think, we need some heat in the motor plenty of power so was going to the starter and everything you know and like i wasn't i knew i wasn't gelled up <laughs> i sauced that bitch up you know and he's like dude you gotta put some heat in it and like i had nothing he had his mr buddy heater so he <laughs> took my floor mats put it around the engine so it would like hold the heat let it sit for i don't know it was like 20 minutes 20 minutes, 20 minutes and then i took the optima out of the jeep because i knew it was fresh <laughs> you know i would just been running for three hours or whatever then i put it upside down because cables weren't long enough the cables weren't long <laughs> enough so the battery's upside down bolted in my fucking van dude the Once mr buddy was running going, for a minute fired up fired right up it's like it was 60 crazy, degrees dude. out i got provisions this year dude trust me <laughs> one of them's fucking mr buddy here <laughs> that was fucked dude diesels are stupid unless you're towing <laughs> yeah just don't shut it off next time oh my god <laughs> I thought about it that night. I was like, I'm just going to stay up till like 2 and then let it run and I'll go to sleep and wake up at 5 and everything will be fine. <laughs> I, sh- I should have <laughs> done that. Fucking idiot. It sounds like you should have stayed in the van because you would have kept it running. N- yeah. Yeah. No, I should have yeah. stayed home. Bring my six-year-old into negative 20 shit to watch people race. I don't know what's wrong with me. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a good times. It's a son of a I'll bitch when again. they uh, get cold like that. I remember about 10 years ago, my dad has a Cummins, and it just gelled up solid. It was like minus whatever. I think it was like minus 15, but it was blowing 15 miles an hour. 
So we ended up having to build a cardboard box around it, set up a propane yep. heater under the fuel tank, and then sit there with a torch and like go down the fuel rail just to try and get the thing to actually start back up. And it caught on like two cylinders after two hours of sitting in its little like homemade lean-to. It was fucked. I'm sure it thought it was more like a sauna, you know? It was probably enjoying it after you left out in the cold all night. <laughs> yeah, cold's after. stupid, dude. I don't know. What do you want me to say? That's the answer. It's not the diesel's fault. It's, we're fucking stupid. We live up here. I mean, that sounded negative. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> triggered me. I'm like having flashbacks to my stupid cold diesel. I barely owned it for like what five months. I remember saying to Josh the whole time, like, dude, diesels are so cool. This is awesome. <laughs> Your fucking gas trucks doing laps around the hotel parking lot. Fucking my shit's dead as a doornail. Yeah, it'll, it only cost them probably about like $900 to get that gas job down there. Though. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes though, you know? Speaking of like honorable mention though, Luke's truck, pretty fucking solid. The 6 the six two, right, Luke? Yep. Six two. Oh, that was the Four gas motor before yeah. the seven three, right? Yeah, or are they uh, still yeah they're still that? making it. Oh, okay. The seven three is more of like a a stronger option. Yeah, hmm. yeah. It's a fucking reliable, stupid piece of shit truck. It gets nine miles to the <laughs> gallon towing the Jeep, and uh, eleven pretty good. miles. Yeah, it gets eleven miles to the gallon <laughs> unloaded. Truck. So let me ask you this: Do you ever watch your transmission temps? Uh, yes, and so far, I haven't had anything crazy on it. Is there, like, a number? Like, a degrees, or is it just tell you, is it a dummy it's light? It's just got a gauge, you it's know. It's kind of it, like STDs. If you, if you don't get checked, yeah. then they don't exist. Uh, <laughs> See, that's, a, that's a cool thing about, <laughs> cool thing about driving a truck. When I'm towing with a van, dude, I'm looking at that temp gauge the entire... He looks at the gauge more than he looks at the yeah. road. Like it's just yeah, drive. Dude. Forget about it. It's so paralyzing, dude. Oh Look, you don't God. know nothing about transmission temps until you bury your autometer gauge that goes up to 280. <laughs> when the needle yeah. goes past 280, uh, that's when you start to worry. When you can smell yeah. the transmission fluid. Yeah, probably uh, smell it. And that stupid 6.2 has also got a massive fucking transmission cooler on it. So, like, it's never... It's gotten hot, but it's never gotten, like, zesty, if that makes sense. <laughs> you like zesty, though. Wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Hot, zesty isn't zesty. hot. Zesty is like a taste. <laughs> and zesty is usually milder than hot. Yeah, isn't, okay. zesty, isn't zesty more, like, acidic, like, orangey? Isn't an orange zesty? Yeah, like, a, like yeah, lemon zest. Yeah, yeah look, not even close. That's not hot. That's not hot, man. I guess that... <laughs> That's a, uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, I fucked that one up. Uh, I'm an idiot. Don't don't take that too seriously. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, it's, good it's fine. Good track. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. He pulls past me on hills. I was I was frustrated. I was like, come on. Yeah, but you could pull the hill up the hill. Mm -hmm. yeah, no. Slowly, <laughs> slowly. Could he? I'll be know? waiting for him at the top. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to XM Radio. <laughs> yeah. You got for options in that bitch. <laughs> uh, the one thing I will say, though, is Graham's truck has a shit ton longer legs than mine does. I have to stop for fuel like every 300 miles. That's kind of, that's, that's kind of on par with it. That's about right. That's, that's when I have to piss and get up 
What, what about you? <laughs> I definitely don't make 300 miles no, in my dude, truck. My yeah, body starts same. hurting, dude. I got to do some yoga. I'm like, I don't even know if I get 200 miles in my truck. Oh, I'm an absolute idiot. I um, On the way back from S'more, we left at like 9.30. I got back to Tennessee at 7 a.m. And I didn't stop unless I was getting fuel. Was, That's not good. You got, dude. You got in a daze. You just don't kept talk going. to me until you drive to California in one shot. Yeah, that's Ooh, dumb. Did you do that? Did you do that? I mean, there was a couple people, but you, you just you stopped. Don't, you don't sleep. You sleep for like two hours at the most, and then the truck hits a big pothole, and you're like, "Oh my god, a bomb went off!" Trust me. <laughs> right in the back of a box truck. It's uh, it's entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, we did that in a van once, and we just put a couch back there. We went and picked up a dirt bike from a friend of ours. I think I have like a small idea, kind of what you're going, what you went through, but I just mean, like John's truck is pretty, pretty outfitted. But the it's a Kenworth, like air brake, Cummins, like pretty big box truck. And they cut a hole in the back of the cab and in the front of the box, so there's a pass through. <clears throat> and then the front, like I don't know, ten feet or so of the box is like a living quarters oh shit that's so there's cool. like a little sink there's a fridge um microwave his bed is actually like above where the race car sits in like the garage area and then there's a bed obviously like above the cab and then there's like two like couches like off to the sides that like fold out or something or one of them's like a van bench that like folds out or something like that so yeah, it's it's a wild ride. For sure. <laughs> I don't know, it might be more of a wild ride than the actual ride. <laughs> 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 yeah. It works though. It works pretty good. Definitely. I mean it's just dumb, you know, you just hit the button for D and then it just goes. <laughs> you know, like you literally just almost put your foot to the floor and you just kinda just wheel this big piece of pizza across this <laughs> across the country. <laughs> Steering wheel is huge. It's all sloppy. You know, like, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> it's a Kenworth with 500,000 miles. I don't know. <laughs> but, hey, it went, it went straight there. I mean, you guys left on, what, Friday midday? And then he was shooting me pictures of them rock crawling on Sunday. Yeah. We left Friday at 2. It's so crazy, dude. <laughs> 2 p.m. on Friday. We left East Hampton, Connecticut. And... We showed up on the lake bed. After driving the other two guys up, the two other dudes that were with us, they got a rental car. So we kind of like detour over to this rental car place um, that was like, I think it was in, it was in California. It was like a little ways away from KOH though. Um, <clears throat> but after like dropping them off and whatever, we showed up. It was Sunday at like two in the afternoon or whatever lunchtime i don't know dude it's such a crazy haul that's insane oh yeah i mean you show up and you're like i don't know you're yeah. like i'm you in another like world d- you feel like yeah. dumb and dumber like when they show up and ask me on the back you're like and all it's like go to bed yeah 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 i've been this my whole life i have to sleep so you try and unload some shit and you drive around for a minute and you're like okay let's let's reset and then we'll start tomorrow are any of you guys gonna go ever there's been talks about it um i believe 
I believe it's going to be 2025. I think that's kind of when we're thinking. Um, we were talking with uh, Ayashua and Mikey Pierce. They want to do an out west trip, like make it like a three week trip. Hit Just Moab and everything. Hit Moab. Hit. Well, I, I don't think we're going to go to Moab. I think we're talking more Sand Hollow because we have like we have a few friends out that way who. I don't leave town. To me, that's the same thing. Well, Moab is for like the Instagram pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like Sand Hollow is like where you actually want to go and wheel. It's got all the reels. Yeah, and then um, like go and then go to Johnson Valley and check it out. Um, those old guys probably wouldn't want to come to uh, Chocolate Thunder for the night adventure of uh, KOH, but um, who, Chris? Yeah, he'd be into that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Dude, we it's tried crazy. To... He goes to bed too early. <clears throat> He's in bed at like yeah, but that's the seven. only thing going on. There. Like, am I gonna go to bed or go with these hundred thousand people out there? That thing where all those LED lights are on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going out there. <laughs> I mean, in uh, West Virginia, when we had our we we did our thing down there, we had like I don't know, we had probably like forty rigs down in this one area called the Honey Hole. Oh they, wow! Yeah, they, they didn't show up. They 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 just hung out in their little cabin. They'll probably make it s'mores Dude, together. Koh is different, man. It's different. Yeah, Koh we'll is we'll different. It, but I will say, Ayashua was in bed when we were on the rock behind <laughs> his cabin. Man, he's throwing this dude under the bus. Well, so oh, it's, yeah. it's funny because he's gonna listen to this and be like, "Well, <laughs> oh, at least sure. at least his rig was there because mine wasn't." So I mean, he has plenty of room to talk shit, talk me back. So that's why I'm okay with you know. Poking he's funny. always got something to drive. Oh yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him out and not have something to drive. <laughs> might be a new rig, might be a new truck, might be a new trailer. You never know. Yeah, but he's always there. <laughs> yeah, he's still got his little JK. Little, I guess it's a full size JK, but. <laughs> How many JKs, you know, bring them, drag them down Elm Street or whatever? I feel like none. None. Zero, zero. Yeah, that's a good point. Literally none. Is. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing's like a Jeep. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, like, ah, I'm going to, honey, dude, the keys are over there. Take it to the store. It's, I just put gas in it, you know? <laughs> yep. Whole interior's still there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I give him props. I mean, he's an amazing guy, so that's why I like, you know, teasing him and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah he's definitely an old fart and uh, likes his naps. So <laughs> Same, dog. <laughs> same. Dude. Oh my um, god. Last time I was at Field and Forest, dude, I just remember like eating lunch, being like, oh, I'm just going to take a nap. This I can do this. <laughs> and I did, dude. I think every time I ate, I took a nap. Dinner. <laughs> Got to recharge. Oh man. Man, I love sleeping. Best. Um, Anyways, little... sorry. No, it's all good. For <laughs> uh, the people listening, we were to consider hosting a local event instead of trying to go like PA or somewhere farther. There's something in the works. We're not going to get into it specifically. Shoot us a message on Instagram of dates and time like areas that would work for you because we have a few different groups like in the like near future or like just in general. Probably next year. Like oh, okay. next year, like April. Like so, one of them is Memorial Day because. That uh, was the original event that is now not go- taking place. So, huh? um, pardon? Huh? I'm now confused. <laughs> uh, same, 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 same. Is it Labor yeah. Day? Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, um, I, I so thought Labor Day Web Wheeler's Ball was still happening. I'm very confused now. Is that not? Stop saying months. Just no months. We don't know. We don't. It's a conversation. There's a Which thing ones, that's like not April, Web Wheeler's Ball that that's happening. April, April 30th, okay. whatever like that normally is, is that it's either Labor Day, Columbus. No, Columbus Day is don't next Monday. I don't fucking know. Either way, it's not called that anymore. 
<laughs> um, either way, talks about us potentially doing a more local event that we don't know if it's going to be public, if it's private, or however it's going to be handled. If it's private, it might be open to public for viewing. So you might not be able to come, but you also no, no, no. might be able to come. No. But well, maybe not. If, if only two people message us, then it's still pretty private, if you ask me. That's true. Um, That's true. But uh, just to try to help us out with better date, because I'm sure once we select it, it's just going to be that date, and then we'll get used to it. But we're kind of in the air about it. Um, so yeah, for the people listening. And also, if you're wondering why everything sounds super weird, it is Adam, Josh, me, and Graham sitting in one room using three microphones while connected to my phone to our usual recording <laughs> service. And then Luke and Richie are in different states. So yes, there is a... We're do- we're do- good i don't know i don't even know how it sounds like this could it be sounds terrible. good on our end i don't know <laughs> pretty okay um, on our end it's just it's weird compared to normal because like you keep lighting up and you know when we were normally doing it it'll be like all different people talking but it's just been a steady stream of watching cody's recording go into the recording software yeah. that's funny that, that is that's, that is a little weird i bet yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'll have the I'll have the sound files on my end. I can send them to you. Ooh, good so you, to know. So you can have exactly what we're hearing on this side. Oh hell yeah! Hell that yeah! Might work out better because then I could just take me out and as long as I don't fuck right? up. The little red light's been on the whole time, so I think I'm all right. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, but we didn't explain that in the beginning when we talked. Wait, about- wait, wait! You gotta go back. You gotta go back. You gotta go back. You were telling people to DM you about a oh, trip oh, that oh, might oh. happen, but it might not happen. Well, because and it's, it's what in- kind of trip? Like Web Wheeler's Ball with local? No. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know how much. Just, I, should, I don't even know if just wheeling and camping. I'm gonna hold. Give me. Can you give those two details? Give me one okay. second. I'm gonna. Am I going this? somewhere for the day, or am I am I sleeping over? I'm gonna mark this, and then we can talk about it, so I know to cut it. If, yeah <laughs> yeah um, what's the big let me know once you get this marked because hold on it is marked i don't drop where it is though or who we're talking to because then that'll just i just asked if we're wheeling and camping or wheeling and driving it would it's wheeling and camping oh yeah that's all i need to know yeah that's all i need to local. know local well, i'm well, I like i like i like all three of those wheeling camping and local <laughs> those are good for me <laughs> <laughs> but so we're try- what I'm trying to do is try to get a better idea because like for last or for this year alone we w- like our group if you will there was only th- two of us there this year but for AOP for the uh, trail trash meet and beat and then a month later was the uh, Walt crawl at S'more and then yep. four months I mean then we have July which is our typical BYB event and then we have a month to fix our shit so that way we can plan to drive some stupid amount of hours to our next place for our web wheelers ball and then there's talks of the walt not walt the uh, runs prime guys doing a costume crawl so like so you're talking about this time next year not necessarily no no not this time it'd probably be either mid-july no actually no they said july is no fucking way so it's either it's either spring or like yeah it might be like later october like maybe a halloween time or something so yeah and from what i understand or gathered from talking with the park owner it's probably going to be uh us putting together like a guest list and then sending that to them for final approval if i remember correctly sounds fancy yeah, it's gonna be a good time though. So you're sending a list of people to Bob and make sure he's we're not on Liza's shit list. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fly- yeah, thanks. That's, I, it was kept pretty easy to figure that out. Anyway, so uh, 
There's yeah, only basically. so many places you so can So back go, it up. Bro. What were you telling the <laughs> listeners to do? So send send us something, or I'm going to put up a poll. If or you're something. trying to hang out in a year, yeah, if you're DM trying. him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Slide in. You know, shit's oh, dry nowadays. Catch me. <laughs> catch me. We'll also um, still be at AOP and probably Web Wheeler's Ball, too, if y'all want to swing by there, correct. too. Correct. You can come and hang out. I need, um, some, I need something to drive. Yeah. So actually, I was just about to ask them. We can we can come back to this way later on. Uh, just shoot me a message about whatever. Anyways, <laughs> what is your plan? Because currently, with your well, not now because it doesn't have axles under it. But what your you Jeep. About? Which, which oh, one? Jeep? What are you talking about? I'm talking about your Jeep. So Jeep's what, got nothing. Oh, hold on, let me finish. I got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're at that ADHD part of the podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yes, this happens all the time, and it's got to be weirder because there's four people sitting looking at each other, and then Richie and myself are staring at screens. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not bad. This is the only time me and Graham can't talk over each other without, like, yeah, like lady in the Because I have to steal the mic from him, so he, <laughs> now he can't. He's, he's just muted over there. <laughs> Um, what is what is your plan? Like, are you strictly only going to be doing racing with your new build, or are you going to kind of keep doing what you've been doing with the Cherokee, which is like random field of forest days, or like random uh, what's the new property called out there? Fuck, the one that they just did the pig roast at Wakefield. Wakefield, the I club? think. Yeah. Oh, Gra- Grafton. Like, yeah, so Grafton is another one, and Wakefield is. So you're st- you're still gonna go putzing around and yeah, do stuff I mean, like that. Like I was saying earlier, you know, like you can't race every weekend and like seat time and seat time. Yeah, and there's really only three line mountain races a year, which I'll probably do like you know two or three of those or whatever. And then KOH will definitely be some- KOH is like the big thing, you know. Try and make it there and try and race there <clears throat> and you know not look like a fool, I guess. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll do any of the other Ultra 4 races. If they come to Pennsylvania again, like they did this past year, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I plan on wheeling it and stuff. It, it's definitely going to be, um, you know, limited, I guess. Um, especially with, like, the transfer case and everything like that. But um, I don't care. I don't know, I'll still wheel it. I just need to buy another set of stickies now. <laughs> sold mine so what's your plan for tire uh well i i have um i have nine 37 inch nittos currently four or five of them are they're pretty good they got pretty good tread i got a couple more that are just you know for bombing around for spares and stuff so i'll probably just stick with those because they're tough and they're good um <clears throat> but uh, like once it's back up and running and I'm, like, ready to go wheeling and stuff, I'm not going to want to wheel on 37. Like, I did it with the Jeep, like, wheeling it on stickies for years and years and years, and then put 37s on it to, like, go to a race or something, and then I'm like, yeah, just go wheeling on these tires. Like, Whoa, this is crazy. I was going backwards, like, 10 <laughs> this years. This is what you peasants deal with? <laughs> you drive your Jeep? <laughs> I can't imagine at this point going from like a 40 inch sticky to a 37. That's got to feel yeah, fucking and, terrible. Yeah, and I didn't like take a lot of air out of them. You know, there's probably 12 or 14 pounds of air in them. You know, so like for a DOT tire, that's like street pressure. So, you know, it didn't it didn't really work that good. I got I hit my diffs a lot and and like I 
knew the Jeep so well. Like, I could drive over shit, and I could be, like, dragging on something, and I'm like, oh, you know, I know that's the link or whatever, and if I just move over a little bit more, like, you know, it'll probably clear, you know, or if you can feel something drag, and you're like, yeah, just a little more gas, you know, and it'll drag itself over. Once you put a smaller tire on, like, <laughs> throw all that shit out the window. Just hang a boat anchor back. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, I had... A nine inch in the back, so that obviously helps. It wasn't like a fourteen bolt or something, but but yeah, it just makes it tough. But I'm definitely gonna wheel the new rig. I'm excited to wheel it because God, it's gonna be so much. It was not gonna be like great setup for wheeling. Like it'll be trailing arm. You know, it'll only be two to one, but it'll have like five forty gears, five thirty eights in the front, and five forties in the back. Um, on a forty. <clears throat> even on a 40 you know it's not terrible i've literally never wheeled anything other than a 272 to one case i've always had a 231 when it was a four liter and then when i put the eight in it, a 241 which is just a 231's like bigger brother um and the 241 so, held up pretty well right <clears throat> yeah i mean i actually thought i broke it like a handful of times and every time i would take it to be like oh this thing's fucked up you know it all the way apart on the bench yeah i did it something's I think, gotta be wrong they started making noises and weird shit and uh one time was like the locker in the front started to give out so it was like slipping and like under a heavy load in like a field is where i noticed it like try and go in high range um and all of a sudden you hear this like popping noise you know doing like 30 miles an hour and you just like stomp it you know, and he was like, wants to go, you know, it'd be like driving on the road and like, you know, the front diff is going out in your truck or something. Um, but I just assumed it was a transfer case. So I'm like, this transfer case isn't going to hold up. So um, I took it all apart and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this thing. I did it two, two or three times. And then anytime after that, anytime something else was going, doing weird shit, I'm like, it ain't. It was always like driving. <laughs> Because it still has, like, Jeep drive shafts in it, you know? So they're 1310 double cartons at the transfer case, front and rear, you know? And so, like, the center ball, I would, like, wear out the center ball in a double carton, like, yep. before the joints, like, would go bad. But I'm always, like, working on it and checking shit and whatever, so you usually, like, notice it. And you see we fix it before it breaks, you know? So I never actually, like, broke the shit, but it makes a hell of a racket. You know, when it's just a center ball and you're doing like 40 miles an hour in, in high range, drive. yeah, I mean, even not like flopping, but just like the pop just from like binding. just yep. flopping over and over. Hell of a pop. <laughs> so, I don't know, you live and you learn, but yeah, I mean, so the gearing of the new ones, like on paper, it's not going to be that much different. Um, and especially if I bought like sticky 37s or something, you know, it would be even better. So I know a lot of dudes that have rigs with like big power and <clears throat> they all have like 205 doublers and whatever and they just wheel in two to one like all the time. You know, they have a little more power and stuff, but um they're they even told they're like, you'll be fine. I, like I know it's not gonna be great. There'll be times where you go and get bound up or whatever and the torque converter is gonna be like wicked mad, but you just pull cable. Or whatever, I don't know. I know yeah, when to kill it. Makes sense to me. I mean, the Jeep was the same way. I would get bound up and shit, and I'm like, it's not worth... This thing's gonna fall apart. 
you know, you you learn the limitations. So you just yeah, with game. the four to one, it's real easy to start breaking sixty shit. Yeah, I mean, you get yourself in like a stickier spot without feeling it. You know, you just don't you don't even know what's going on until you're all bound up, and then you're like, stuff's breaking. And <clears throat> yeah, I that's why with... I still have a four cylinder. Well, you have a four that's cylinder why. with a four. It. That's why I have it. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that's why. I'm sure yeah, that there's why no desire for more horsepower. None, none at all. <laughs> why didn't you steal his four liter? Oh, my oh dude, uh, I would love to put a four liter in that thing. Why didn't you just steal his when he? Because it's his... more work than putting an LS in. And that's Is it nobody, actually? That's not a joke. Should have taken my old. Oh yeah, no, definitely. That thing was that cool. thing was a champion, and it deserved to end its life. So it might have been Ronald original. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hero that died. It didn't die. It did not die. Somebody no, actually just, bought it? I scrapped it. Okay, okay. I wasn't... He let it sit on the retired. property for a while, though. <laughs> I used to do some bad things with that thing. Like, <laughs> Real bad. Thankfully, it was a 96, and it wasn't like one of the... That like, blow up, but... Mm. There, was, there was a time, like, my... Tr the... Um, so the way that like everything folded together in the front end, the track bar was like right under the oil pan, like every other Cherokee. And yep. at first, when I built everything like at full bump, like there's room, you stick your finger there, or whatever, plenty of room, we're good to go. Mm. But shit wears out, motor mounts wear out, other things flex, you hit some jumps, you know. I did a lot of track bar smashing, I guess you could say, and um, an undenting oil pan. Oh my god, dude, that was probably. <laughs> Five or six times, seven times <laughs> I did this. Like, but, you got like, rod knock. Nah, it's not right. Like, you go to like an event or somewhere and you like air out the front or do something and the thing lands and then all of a sudden you hear like, you know, it's tapping <laughs> and people look at you cross-eyed like you blew it up and like, ah, I know what I did. <laughs> and, um, you know, finally I fixed it and then when I fixed it, like a month later, I took motor out of course <laughs> but uh but yeah that motor i used to overheat it a lot like in all the races i just ran a stock radiator in the front and this is not enough no but like i don't know you get to a here you know yeah. so it's just mm -hmm. it's still mm -hmm. running like just keep going i don't know if it dies it dies you know we die like men i guess <laughs> but like there was like one race specifically right um it was the first year that i raced and it was like the third or the second race of the year it was uh called renegades on the ridge and it was at famous reading outdoors in pottsville like where they just had or not pottsville or whatever but it's in <laughs> pennsylvania yeah, yeah. uh that's where they had the ultra 40 race this past year well the guy that was doing the dirt riot series he wanted renegades on the ridge to be like east coast king of the hammers so he was trying to get like vendors and like people there and he made the race 125 miles long <laughs> it was 11 laps a stock chair you can barely go to work that far you know? <laughs> uh, 125 miles mm. damn so me and my buddy cam there's a lot of rocks out there yeah well <laughs> thankfully it's a fairly smooth course you know it's like a 10 11 12 mile like loop and there's there was like one lap where they made you go down joker line thing but it's like a i don't know like a green trail it's like a, literally a green trail at field and forest you know which is 
It's got some shit, but it's you know it's, it's not up. But. It's nothing to like. It's just not smooth anymore. You gotta slow yeah. down and navigate around a couple. Um, but um, yeah. I mean, I finished the race, and on lap three, I think three, two or three. It was very early on. We uh, there was a jump like right in front of all the people, and like everybody was hitting it, and like the first two laps, I hit it, but I was just kind of like easy, like a flatland jump. And then there's this section, like, halfway through the course. And you, like, come around this corner, and then it's, like, wide, and then it, like, narrows down. Remember, there's a little stream thing that goes across, like, a brook, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it was dry, even. But, like, you hit it to the left, and it was, like, running over a Volkswagen, and you hit it to the right, and it was, like, smooth. And it was only the difference of, like, a car width. You know, like, it wasn't a lot. And the lap three or whatever, I was far left, and I was ripping, and the front end bottomed out so hard, right? And afterwards, I said to Cam, I'm like, is it, do you hear it? Do you hear the thing? Like, I think so. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, we got like 80 miles to go. (laughs) (laughs) And the motor is whacking the, the crank is coming around, and it's whacking the girdle in the bottom of the motor. (laughs) And I'm like, well, okay, well, whatever. Here we go. And it just kept going. And, like, I don't know, half of the laps that were left, I hit the same hole. <laughs> so I said to myself, I'm like, there's enough miles where this thing's going to wear out and, like, stop hitting or sound better or whatever. And then it's whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. Did it ever self-clearance and then, like, not no, sound terrible? Well, it would, I, a couple times, I swore it was getting the like not as noticeable but then like the second or third time that we really whacked this hole it was just over the thing was like just sounds like something was trying to jump out but she never quit so we just you kept it moving and we just kept burning laps so the thing just whacking away sarah my wife has i think she has a video or she at least told me this like because where everybody's hanging out there's this big area where you can like it's a little different now, but they were, did, like, a little zigzag thing, so you could see, like, people for more than just, wow, like, go flying yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. There was a little jump. There was a couple corners. Like, it was kind of cool. And, but it came up from, like, the left, and you, like, came up this hill, and then you turned, and you, like, turned into that area. So, some of the really loud cars, like, you could hear them. You're like, oh, somebody's coming. You know, somebody's coming up the hill. Well, here comes Josh. What do you hear? <laughs> and then you hear. You hear the four liter coming behind it, but you hear the whacking before the engine, like the exhaust. Somebody had a video and it was, was hilarious. Gold. It was definitely was like funny. Gold. But um, I mean that thing would get hot, and I just let it get hot. Like we ran most of that race at like 240 degrees or whatever, and um, yeah, it made every single lap, every single mile. It was like the Jeep because the odometer still worked. It, I logged like 121 or something like that. You know, so it's a little <laughs> no off because the, the Speedo gear probably isn't right <laughs> anymore. It was Fucking fun. odometer in the race. It was, I'll never forget. It was five hours <laughs> and 22 minutes that we were in the oh That's a long God. time. That's a long time. That is. So, I mean, obviously, did you stop for fuel or did you? Yeah, we stopped for fuel. I don't think, I mean, I probably really only needed like one fuel stop, but I didn't really know. I didn't. I kind of knew, like, the thing had a 22-gallon cell, and I knew that it got 
uh, you like, had an odometer but no fuel gauge. Correct. That is odd. Okay. I mean, the All gauge right. was there, but there was no uh, there was no work. connection between the the <laughs> cluster and the fuel tank. So, you know, um, but from some of the other races, they were like around forty ish miles or something like that. I I was able to do calculations. I figured the thing got like four miles to the gallon racing. Which isn't bad. Some of these big race cars get like one to two, and they use race fuel. Damn. So, I mean, that's at least a lot it smells of, good at that point when you're yeah, burning it. Yeah, a lot of movement. premiums, yeah. nice too. Um, <laughs> but you know, so it was like lap five or something. We stopped and took like two gallon, you know, two uh, cans of gas or something. I think like two because I stopped a handful. I knew I wasn't winning. <laughs> We're just trying to make it to the end here. Like I think the the guys that like I finished fourth place technically, um, but the like third place finisher in my class was probably like thirty minutes ahead of me or something. So, but we got a flat on course, Patagonia, put a hole right in the sidewall. Uh, props to them; they're great race tires. Everybody should run them. Supposedly they're revamped now. By the way, some after- people do say they are, but. So like version know. four. I would try down. them if they sent me like eight free thirty seven. I was gonna say, is that, is that info coming from one of the Instagram influencers that have a free set of tires? <laughs> it was from uh, two. I've heard it from two of the guys that just ran UA that they got the free tires too. They free did. Tires. Well, yep, th- free tires. Yeah. I free have tires. heard though they did. Like, gotta hear you, people. You get free tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so anyways, that that was a that was actually fun race. But the you know, back to the motor going in the trash you know that was a that was a big a big bad big bad experience for that and at that point the jeep physically was twice as fast as that motor was like yeah, so is it the you jeep couldn't is, outdrive the jeep with that motor yeah it was, so it was just foot to the floor you were either to the floor or you were off because you were on the brake like and you were trying to turn or something but there was no like just like cruising it was just to the floor like rev limiter neutral drop in Oh my god! Slam in reverse, dropping. like dude. In like band. every like five or six hits of the limiter, the fucking thing would pop. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and yeah, he's he's like neutral. He says neutral dropping, but like in a hill where you're like banging in, then it starts bogging down, and then like fucking like like pushing the clutch in, but with your shifter. Yeah, and it held up. The AW4 loved it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The that engine and the engine and transmission that were in it were oh like stock. They never came out. They came out when I took them out for good. So that makes sense, but we didn't go into how in the fuck it's going to be as much effort to put in a 4-liter that it would in LS into your TJ. It's just wiring. It's just wiring. So if you want to do it... You have to change all the same shit. If you want to do it... Well, more. Right down to the shifter linkage for the four-wheel drive is different. The... The, the steering uh, column is different. Oh, okay, yeah, that the, makes sense. The, the, harness, also, the harness up under the dash and how it communicates with the ECU is different. So you, had, you get the dash harness. If you were to like, get like, the same model year Jeep that was like totaled or like a wrecked frame or rotted out or whatever, but it like ran, that's, your only, that's the only way to do it. You know, otherwise, you're going to be looking for like the dumbest stuff. And if it's not the same exact year... Like, I did one. I've only done one four-cylinder, four-liter swap, and it was in a 98, I think, or 99, one or the other. It was still, like, a distributor one, and we used a harness from, like, 
the just the next year, the like one before or one after, like whichever it was. And like I can't remember, but it was like O2 sensors like wouldn't work. And we're like, what is going on? It was like some some like that was serious enough, like we couldn't drive the Jeep. And it was just like the pins in the like all the information and wires were still there, but they were just in the wires were just like in different locations. What's wrong with them? Why would wouldn't it make more sense to, to make everything up? the same? Yeah. yeah. No. What, what the fuck is? Isn't that why they did the the Dana thirty five in the rear was so that way it would go into like an XJ, TJ, then um, the ZJs? I think no, the ZJ. Do they have Dana? The ZJ and TJs are like the Dana same and suspension. Chrysler are two very different companies. Yeah. <laughs> Chrysler's a bunch of assholes. I mean, honestly, year over year though, if you were gonna look at one thing that had changed, I would think O two sensors and how they manage that might be something. Yeah, depending on what you would the, think what so. Regulations are. It might not have been like you guys don't work on stuff for a living. Clearly, <laughs> engineers don't. Yeah, <laughs> they don't think like that. They well, don't. I mean, I'm sure. I'm just. If, if that's the only cool. thing, then yeah. then you're not doing that bad. And that I can see why that why that would. But like, but like, why would they change the steering? You know, like that. Like to me, like the whole like steering, well, the steering that much of a difference. Well, like, the steering from a four cylinder, six cylinder, the the like block. Thing that because the shaft is like four pieces, yeah, because it goes like out and around and to the, the motor mount, the block thing, uh, yeah. Well, first of all, the motor mounts are different, that makes sense, yeah. So I then, the, the support bearing, whatever you want to call it, is just in like a different location, you know, it's you know, two inches down. That's kind of fucked up, yeah. yeah. I would, I want to, I want to like geek out on a four liter, you know, like high school me always wanted to, like go crazy, just pay, like. Polish the intake, everything. Brand new sensors, a brand new harness. I want to do it like that, but like, are you doing that much work? Like for half the price and time, you just stab the old plow truck motor in there, you know? Yeah. So I, Cody's looking at me because I've got a a block at a machine shop that I need to go pick up. Actually, um, uh, yeah, it's been there. What'd you have done to it? I just had it bored over. So it's uh my original motor from Jeep that I had a rod bearing go. The thing locked up. What year? Two thousand. But it has a clear water head. Don't, it's it's already got some stuff done to it. Like, yeah, I know, it but I mean, th- those are unfaithful. They're not. They leave that you. Thing has, they leave you. It, it, it's gonna leave you. I'm sorry, it's, I'm it's I'm already being negative. Real, Go keep it in It's gonna be great. I bought it bone stock. Had the cylinder. You know, it was cracked right between. Yeah, yeah. right up out of it. Right out of it. I put a new head on it, and this was like that was the first thing I ever did to a car was put the cylinder head on this thing. Uh, and it's been totally fine ever since. Like it had no issues up until I I blew the rod bearing. So I pulled Minor. the motor out and I put this. What do you mean you blew it? It just went bad, or did it? it I mean, I it didn't blow up, but it was oh, just it was knocking like crazy, and yeah. it was not getting any better. Nice, you saved um, it. That's good. Yeah, I took it out. That's it good. Was like I, you know, it's, it's the first motor that was in it. Like I couldn't. People talk about strokers. I'll do that. Well, I haven't done it yet. Uh, I put uh, the first victim motor in it was another. 2040 because I had a trip coming up. There was no way I was going to have any other built. I just had this one sitting. It was just it was actually costing me money to keep it in the storage unit. Just so stab it in there. Stabbed it in there. Uh, we did minimal gaskets. Uh, got a cool paint job. Um, and it did <laughs> great cool up until you know gaskets <laughs> cost as much as paint. You know that people it's always say it's the paint job that doesn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was. Pretty good. It got slowly louder over the course of like two trips. Yes, and then it was we, amazing. I drove it. <laughs> same same thing. Knocking, like Rob yeah, Mayer. but top end knock, not like something that really. So matters. I used to flip. 
a small side story. I used to flip Cherokees. Mm-hmm. This was in a weird lingo when Cherokees weren't worth dick. Um, we would pick up 99 pluses. Always, dude. The wrist pin would... The ears off the piston would break, so the mm-hmm. wrist pin would just shoot out the side of the fucking block. So, like, <laughs> it, it would be advertised as a check engine light and a misfire, and you'd show up, and you look down, and there's, there's just, like, just a connecting rod sticking on the side of the block. And then I would, like, bring it home, pull the head off of it, and sure enough, the piston's just sitting there. It just clean yep. broke off. didn't even hurt the head. Huh. It's crazy. Happened all the time. So, but that's I put the in one line. of those... <laughs> you think so? That's oh, yeah. Dude, I did, like, ten of them. <laughs> and we we would buy a 94 or a 93 that was totally rotted and fucked, pull it out, sell the transmission, put the bomb-proof motor, come to find out, and these newer Jeeps, and this Jeep that I bought for 800 bucks would go for four or five grand, because it only had 100k on it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I should have just kept them all. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We'll go on. What are you that. building? <laughs> this is just about how I'm breaking multiple in a row at this point. Um... I don't know how many trips I took that thing on. It was a couple... Three. Three? Was Badlands yep. the last one? Um, well, I know that you did yeah. S'more, and you did AOP on Ronald 1, and then I thought you went back to F&F with it. Uh, no, Field and Forest was when I broke it the first time. The first motor broke at Field and Forest. Um, then that other one, yeah, it really did only last three trips. The second trip was where it started to go downhill. Noticed Man, was- you guys are just... Sh- bad at taking care of your shit. I've never heard of this many four-liter problems. <laughs> that only from you guys. <laughs> I've never had issues. It just all went downhill. These motor level... I don't really know. The his... They sat in a, the back of an un... unsheltered wagon in a yeah, yard. There, for a there's no crowd. distributor in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's motor we tried to put in John's race jeep mm-hmm. out on the lake bed. Oh my god. That was, that was <laughs> exciting. So dumb. Yeah, I would go and buy them for like 150 bucks, basically sight unseen, throw it into the truck bed, and have it in the Jeep six hours later. So, like, you know, whatever. They just. No, I I would love to geek out on one. Like, I've been. (laughs) I'll never do it, but I've been talking about doing like a. Kind of like a mega squirt, where it's just a universal ECU, and then you pin it out and build your own harness and everything. Like, dude. Do that, man. Oh, all brand new I'd connectors. I'd be scared to break it. That's where I was going with the, oh. the four rows blowing up. Is you still a good job? That that Ronald, break. the second motor <laughs> that went in my Jeep. That thing was the most fun motor I've ever had in that because it would be at two sixty and I'm bombing down the road like I don't care. Like oh <laughs> what's God. the worst? Is gonna it does hasn't lost power yet. It's still good. <laughs> yeah, my it's Jeep still Kurt. going full tilt. <laughs> My Jeep's so, currently got, I think it's a 96 motor, but we're at s'more. It's at like 260 degrees, and there's a video motor. of me just casually bombing up the trail, and then it kind of shuts itself guys? off. Put a fucking radiator in these things. Do you guys not have water pumps? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> no, it drank it all. In, in my case, it all. I, put, I put some head <laughs> ass- <laughs> <laughs> I, I put the, uh, I, I posted it on Facebook. I think you commented. I didn't end up using devil i use some awful oh, stuff the sh- yeah yeah i've I'm, actually heard that if you're gonna use like that blue devil shit actually does kind of work yeah yeah i and i think quite them. a few people said the same thing yep yep and then i went with some other one because i wasn't i didn't know it had no coolant in it i went to drain the coolant parking lot and uh <laughs> dust came it out. didn't have any it had like a couple dribbles i was like oh we're that low See, uh, <laughs> and, what 
did a cough at you? Because <laughs> <laughs> initially I was like, well, Blue Devil says it's going to take like half an hour of running time. Like, this thing gets hot in like five <laughs> minutes. Get no fucking water in it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I already had bought stuff and it's not cheap to buy any of those things. So I was like, well, I've already got this one that says it sets in 10 minutes. So we're going to do that. Set it and forget and it. It was still drinking coolant. But it wasn't overheating anymore, so it was all good. <laughs> you plugged one of the two holes. That's good. Uh, and then I took yeah. that one out because I was driving back from Badlands, and it, it so it actually went through two cam sensors. The first cam sensor, it spit like the the actual hull sensor that spins. It just exploded. And the second one was just a part store piece of shit that just fell apart. Yep. Uh, but I had already put the other. It was not going to survive much longer. It didn't seem like it was going to. I still have it. It's still sitting in a yard. Um, I can put it back in, but I put the other one in, and that one's better. I didn't put all the bark plugs in, or uh, injector <laughs> wires to it. Uh, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. A clip of that, and I was like, I need to know more about that because it seemed like you were saying that you went on a whole wheeling trip, that thing running like ball of shit. Uh huh. Yeah, I brought it to. It was running worse when it got without there. it running. It didn't run. And then you drove it with your injectors in the wrong. Yes, they were not. One of them, I don't know if it was me, I was rushing, and or Dude. somebody else was doing it that didn't know what they were doing because I had a couple people there helping me. I feel like. There's a humanitarian issue here with how you're treating four liters, too. I mean, the, the, the I, crazy I, part? I guess I don't wonder why you guys smoking four liters. <laughs> yeah. Here's the fucked up uh, part. He's the gentle oh one on them. That's what I... Yeah, I mean, this is, this is alarming. Was... All of this is very triggering. <laughs> and it ran pretty good for the injectors being plugged into the wrong spots. Like, yeah, four of them... That's crazy. I don't three think of I... them were offset, and the back one wasn't even plugged in. The only two that were actually correct were the front two. I know I know, That's it's 12 crazy. months from now, but I think I'm busy. I don't think, <laughs> I, don't think I want to be in the woods. <laughs> with, uh, with that, that's a lot. That's a lot. Six, that was real, like, great. It runs way better. <laughs> the most fucked up part was though, he ran it like that all weekend, and it ran yeah, the I, whole weekend without giving yeah. a flying fuck. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was just complaining it didn't have a lot all... of power. I was like, maybe this thing's a piece of junk. I just put. I don't know anything about this motor. It could just be a piece of shit. The power's halfway down your exhaust. You guys have any nighttime clips? Was there fucking flames shooting out? There had to have been. That had to inspire flame. Well, no, it was down a cylinder. It was it was lean, if anything. Yeah, but you're putting fuel in when there's no fucking spark. <laughs> it's, just spark. It's, just, it's just you're overheating it so much it's detonating every time it comes out. There, the so timing ain't that big of a. <laughs> uh, uh, mechanical injected fucking four liter. Uh, oh my god. Uh, would it would it double add no it wouldn't add double atomize but that'd be sick make it like a fucking eight cylinder just like stop the valve from going so then it does two full like oh my full four stroke rotations before then it ignites out this is so disrespectful perfect. dude i'm over here i'm like <laughs> i want a polish intake on a four liter i've got like, another oh. motor that i'm actually being nice to like before it goes in the jeep it's getting cam bearings level being nice to it so that's saying something you say goodnight to it every night? Uh, Spend I, some time with it? Sit down? Eat some it's a hundred miles away. It doesn't get that kind of treatment. Um, oh, okay. 
But, you know, like, we're actually going to put a nice cam in it. We're going to stud the heads when I replace the heads. It's no, actually no, no, going no, no, on a 4 liter. No, no, no. Stock 4 liter. Stock 4 Oh, nope, oh okay. it's not a 4 liter. <laughs> you forgot no, to mention stock that part. parts only. Yeah, yeah. We were still in the 4 liter thing. Yeah, we're, what motor are you talking about? I'm talking about the 5.0 I've got. Oh, how the fuck are we supposed to know? Ford motor? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So... Quick thing before we go on to uh, five liter talk. Uh, oh, the no. reason let's that it's just, let's just go around the five liter. Yeah, we can <laughs> we can we can avoid it. Hey, back to my that. childhood. Oh my god, <laughs> Mustangs and shit. Ford Explorer it came out of a Mustang. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Um, the reason that his motor is called Ronald is because it's red and yellow, and there was this meme song going around called Rock and Roll McDonald. Pardon me. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it was just like it was the theme song throughout the whole motor swap, and then the painting, and then into the Jeep to go drive 18. Is it 1800? How many miles is it down to Tennessee? Uh, Tennessee and back is 1800. I'm not saying it ain't that far. Oh, fucking know, Jesus. I forgot my my compass or whatever at home, whatever that thing is. Um, so yeah, that and is why. I'm... And then now, Ronald McDonald too. Half the chaos to that is I had just moved to Springfield, like, and the motor blew up. I was like, I don't even have a place to. We had gotten rid of the the shop in Beverly. We had just moved out of that spot uh, with me and my buddy, and I had no place to work on anything. I'm like, well, I've got a tube across the motor that is. <laughs> doesn't have clamps to take it out uh, and I have a Jeep that is a, the motor's going to die so I'm sitting in uh, our buddy Marvell's driveway like cutting the tube out to take the motor out to put in a motor that is or it was not like I knew it was bad <laughs> it was just awful the entire situation was just sounds bad. like you gotta go down to the machine shop pick up your shit I probably should <laughs> Do you, what, where did you buy all the the parts, the stroker parts for? Oh, I didn't buy any. You I, just had the I block a done. Four two. Oh, and you, okay. I'm doing the four two oh, crank. Oh, okay, gotcha. Against four, I'm using the four two crank and rods and the four zero pistons because you can save money because you can just yeah yeah you can do the four two crank the four zero rods and then you know buy pistons. But who wants to do that? I, I could just put four zero pistons in it. <laughs> Just don't be upset when it's not like, wow, this is a lot of power. No, I mean, I don't. I, I'm happy with what it has. I don't if need it. It runs more. good. You know, that'll be. That's a win. Yeah. That's a win. <laughs> Lots of stock parts. Lots of stock parts. Yeah, we just keep it mostly keep stock. All the stock parts. It'll be confused, but functional. No, it'll be happy. It'll be happy. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I mean, we're, we're coming up to kind of our two and a half hour mark here. Uh,. What are we? Uh, what are we feeling, Luke? You got any final things to say, boys? Got any questions for us or anything like that? No, uh, I gotta say that this was definitely cool in a different way than we normally record the podcast. Oh yeah, we've been having a blast over here. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice, different, <laughs> better in person. Yeah, I think that. Sorry, go ahead. Do you want to? You want a lady in the tramp? Yeah, do it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's definitely more engaging to sit here. I, I wish I had my own mic. I didn't have to steal from Cody. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'll sort that out if we do this again okay, for sure. Okay, we'll come up. We definitely have to do this again because this has been funny as fuck to sit here and listen to. 
it's weird as fuck for me because I'm like the outsider listening into an in-person conversation. Hey, 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 hey guess what? Now you know how all your guests feel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, we can put him on the TV and we can get a little camera and then we can get a robot. Uh, you got to no boomer app. <laughs> get him on the iPad in here. It'll be sick. <laughs> Just put him on wheels again. <laughs> Wheel of in like a substitute teacher. <laughs> just coming in. Zip tie it to the Roomba and just let it go around the office. <laughs> Guys, I'm in the corner. I'm in the corner. <laughs> Watch out, there's a spider over here. <laughs> we don't oh, like what shit. you had to say. We're just going to shove you in the corner facing the wall. <laughs> Throw a bunch of shit on the floor so barricades are over there. <laughs> oh man, that's fucked up. Shit, well, alrighty. On, uh, on that note, thank you guys. Honestly, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for inviting us up here to, you know enjoy this different style that we've never got to experience so this was very fun um check out you do you use instagram a little bit yeah what's your instagram uh greenleaf motorsports oh yeah so check out his instagram check out built for the east you want to see any cool van life stuff <sighs> yeah van life stuff yep no no, no. go on our youtube go on our youtube <laughs> youtube we're trying to do more youtube stuff this year and go on youtube and also if you haven't listened to any of Adam's podcast stuff. He, this dude is fucking great, by the way. I love churching oh. him up every single time. He doesn't have any time to do it yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, don't talk about it. Right. I'm actually thinking about turning the channel off. You should. Dude, yeah. you're, you're fucking no, good off. at it. Turn the channel oh, off. No. Thinking about turning it off. No, 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 no. Dude, I to this day have customers call me like, hey, man, you know, I want this, this, and this. And by the way, I listen to the podcast. I'm like, it's literally been three years. Yeah. What are you talking it's about? It's good. They're still good. They're yeah, timeless. they're great. You're breaking Dude, my heart. Also, I'm at some point, we gotta have you on to do like one of the mullet episodes where we just go off about paranormal shit. Ooh, paranormal or conspiracy? Yes, conspiracy. Theories. Paranormal shit. Oh, I don't need yes. paranormal shit. I, I, I don't bother ghosts. They don't bother me. <laughs> okay. Well, then conspiracy <laughs> uh, we're shit cool. is we're also cool. a okay. Yeah. No, that's that's fine. I just ghosts. You know, they they do. They, they're like sharks. I don't go near them. They don't go near me. It's fine. <laughs> It's all good. Dude, you're not gonna say. But you can just turn in the woods. <laughs> you can just turn a shark over, though. Like a ghost, you can't yeah. really just turn over. Yeah, you know? no, I don't. Need you ever seen that video? No, it's fucking cool. Ghosts are cool where they're at. Uh, right, I don't right. need to be near a shark either. We're cool. I stay. I stay knee deep. <laughs> Do you not know how to swim? Oh, I know. I swim. Oh, okay. I love swimming. I, love swimming. Oh. I just don't fuck around with sharks. All right. Kind of lame. <laughs> you ever trying to catch fucking some bass and you see how fast some little bastards go into your boat? Try that, but it's a monster. It's a shark. <laughs> and, the ocean, and you're sitting still, motherfucker. Uh-uh. No way, I still dude. think... Actually, I'm going to ask you guys right now, because I think this is a hilarious question. What is the largest, like, uh, uh, like mammal that you think you could take on in a bear fist fight? <laughs> yeah. Depends if I twist my knee the wrong way going into it. Like, nah, I might go down. I'm what talking, are you talking about? Hand-to-hand. What do you think the biggest is that you could take on? Oh my god, dude! You, That's crazy. How many pissed off animals you've been around? Not many. <laughs> I, dude, I try stopping a goat from beating the shit out of me. It's, <laughs> Goats are dickheads. It's that not is for sure. a fun, dude. Yeah, no, they're dickheads. And they're just playing with you. Yeah, no. 
No, so dude. so a goat is your limit. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I said dude. a pit bull. I think you know, that's like even that scary. Dude, dude, I'm talking you, life or death. If, if you're lucky. I got two pit bulls. If you if you if you're lucky and yeah, you can stop that, that motherfucking mouth from getting near you. What are you gonna do? Bear hug it? That bitch is gonna come around, and bite you in the fucking face so fast. No, nah, dude. Yeah, you, but like you, I'm nah. saying, like I could probably take that bite before it. You know, I don't see think you later. so. Do you ever try to stop an angry fucking dog? Never mind a pit bull. Who cares about the pit bull part? You ever stop dogs fighting? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, dude. but that, that's when you're caring for the animal. If this thing's trying to kill they you, they still accidentally bite the shit out of you. You can't stop them. Imagine if they wanted to kill your ass. All right, so what are we thinking? Like, we're t- talking Chihuahua? Like, is that that your limit? Oh, like, man, I'm still, dude, like, your, your list is slowly going and then down. cats, dude? Cats? Oh, yeah, look at, um... You don't have to wrestle. Cats. It's just gonna fuck you up. It's gonna pull your eyeballs out. <laughs> Do you see Shinneman's, see Shinneman's hand when he got bit by his his wife's cat? Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, have you not seen the photos? No. Oh, dude, his hand got fucked up. What, do you put uh, it on Facebook? Actually, I'm not gonna go so to... he got a real jungle it. cat, or is it just a house cat? No, so, like, this thing, like, bit him, and, like, whatever's in the saliva, the cat, like, oh, God, gets, like, What's that called? It's called the, uh... Cat that's... Scratch Fever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> cat AIDS. <laughs> that's a real thing. I probably is. I'm not... <laughs> I live with... My cat is so dumb. They took in a stray cat, right? They brought the thing to the vet, because his girlfriend wanted to get all these shots and stuff. And they said, oh, it's got feline AIDS. She's like, oh, <laughs> just put it down, then. <laughs> Tara's like, what are you doing? You just... Let it live out its life. You just get it fixed, and it's just fine. What? Oh, they're. I don't. I don't know. I've never even heard of this yeah, before. Stop! No. Is the cat still alive? No, they put it down. Oh, like like immediately. Thing. She was like, oh, "All right, we'll just put it down." Damn. My girl. Well, Sarah, my wife. Wife. My girlfriend. Say, uh, say that correctly. She might yell at you. Well, then she was just my girlfriend. Oh. It was years ago. We oh. were living with my buddy Brett. Fucking cat. His days. girlfriend was a whack job. Those are the best, though. I'll yeah. say. <laughs> anyway, so goat for him. Uh, we didn't get an answer from Josh. Oh my god, I don't even know. I have too many animals. Luke, at what's home. your answer? I know they're all crazy. Yeah. Luke. Uh. I'm gonna go with uh, a goat's a reasonable uh, moose. assessment. Got it. Okay. Now, now I'm pretty sure a moose is gonna fuck you up because like oh, yeah. a bull will fuck you up, and a oh, moose yeah, weighs a twice boy. what a fucking bull will sometimes. What are we so to? like, a moose? goats can lie. A moose? No, Cody said, said a moose. This dude's gonna take out a moose. You can be in a no, car and see a, a moose, and it's like. Oh. No, he he said goat, but then I, like goat I thought boring. I heard moose. somehow we no, started. I... Talking... Yeah, that yeah, Cody's Don't fucking blame me. I'm not taking. I still out think I get... dude. Goats can fly, Holy dude. They literally shit. jump like <laughs> feet in the air and smash the shit. How are you gonna stop it with your hands if it's flying at you? <laughs> I don't know. I've been I've been viciously attacked by those little bastards. Maybe one of the maybe one of the goats at the Big E the other day when I dropped my yeah, my, yeah I'll uh, take that guy. I'll my take cider that guy. in there. We're at the Big E the other day, me and my wife walking around. That's the goat I'm walking around with a cider and I fucking walk over to the goat thing and I'm thinking to myself, oh, I wonder how often people drop shit in here. And I turn around and I spill my drink right in the thing. <laughs> Half of a ten dollar That's the goat. Yeah. <laughs> We're all fighting that one. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Oops. Uh, <laughs> On that note.
Cat A's uh, and goats, flying goats. <laughs> Got it. Drunk flying goats. Uh, Luke, you want to take it away? If you're going to fight a goat, fight a drunk goat. And if you want good work done, go uh, check out Built for the East.